Welcome, everyone, to Dive Presents Waterdeep Dragon Heist. Oh, frick, I, you know what? I always forget. I think th maybe it's okay that I forget every time to actually go look at uh, what episode it is. <clears throat> um, uh, 14? 14! 14, everybody! 14! We've hit our 14th episode. Uh, so welcome, everyone. Hopefully everything's set up correctly. I think I nailed it. Looks pretty good. Um, so, yeah. Welcome everyone. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk for a little bit, warm everyone up here, and uh, then we're gonna get into some Durgens and Durgens. Um, so we'll start with with Stella, even though I saw you on on Thursday. So what's up? <laughs> How you been? What's going on? Hey, I'm good. It's very sunny here in Florida. I'm sorry, I cannot control the sun. Yeah. Uh, maybe eventually the sun will start to go down, and I'll have to adjust your green screen again. But otherwise. Well, it's 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 good for now. Your bright and sunny disposition is is uh, is nice. It, it it is quite often that uh, Malia draws such such sunshine into her uh, hair. Is that right? Yes. Is that right? Yes. <laughs> okay. Good. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. Um, Dungeon Dame, how are you? I am sleepy. Went to a wedding last night. Good time. I gotta. I think I gotta. Can I bump your volume? You're actually quieter than when I heard you earlier. Oh. Hmm. Do you want me to move the mic closer to my face? Yes, please. Okay. Right. Bring it in. Let's try that. Is that better? Keep going. All the way into your face. <laughs> Is that better? No, but actually talk. <laughs> Is that better? <laughs> yeah, I think okay. that's that's actually yeah. A little bit more projecty, and we'll be we'll be okay. All right, all so right, I got good. this. I can be loud. <laughs> Perfect. That's exactly what we need. Exactly. Really, all I'm doing here is buying time so Bravo can eat because she just got home uh, from work. So, and no yet she's she's here. Start so yeah, no. My face. <laughs> she's here, so it's all good. It's all fine. Um, so Dame, how how have you been? It's been a couple weeks now. Uh, I I did watch a very particular episode of uh, uh, of Andrews. <laughs> Uh, metal music mm -hmm. lyric guessing that you did really well. Thank you did you. really well. 50%? I yeah. mean, that's, I think I only got like two more right than you did out <laughs> of all of it. And I like knew some of those songs. And I was like, well, I think I did, I think I did pretty good, but it was all right. If you guys haven't seen that, Andrew Baina on YouTube, go watch Dungeon Dame, guess like, like terrible metalcore music lyrics. It's, very difficult and hilarious. So, <laughs> yeah, that's good. Bravo is the new Rob. Yes, except she's not stuffing sandwiches down her shirt uh, when the camera goes I'm on. I'm trying to go so fast. <clears throat> she's going to no, make no, herself. Wait, breathe. Don't yeah, choke. breathe. Wait, you're okay. Just it's take your time. Fine. This oh isn't content. I have to this make content. <laughs> I, hey, he, as professionals here on, on Diefall, we can make anything content. So don't worry about it. Uh, we'll we'll just put it up on YouTube, call it a mukbang uh, with Bravo, and that's all it is, and that's that's content. I'm sorry, a what? So uh, I don't know what the word actually means, but it's like a it's Korean eating streams. It's called mukbang. Okay. Ah, sorry, yeah, I definitely had the pronunciation wrong, but there you go, and it's just like people eating on stream, and that's that's it. Mm -hmm. So see, it's content. content. I'm telling you. We the can do whatever. Content. We're we're professionals. This is content, though. So, yeah. Hey, no dice, Mike. Yo. Did you ever find your dice? I I'm looking. Uh, there's a lot of stuff in this office right now. Uh, there's somewhere. Uh -huh. 
Uh huh. They're somewhere. But you still have no dice. I still have no dice. Mike. Still Damn. No That's dice. why we play digitally. Wild. Wild. It's been months now. <laughs> yeah. So, Mike, it's been. I've, I've been looking at, at your posts recently. Uh, it looks like your little strawberry cutie has, like, taken off. Uh, so, if you if, go over to Mike's Instagram and vote for uh, strawberry cutie uh, body pillows, <laughs> just as a heads up, that's a thing. Go vote for that. Well, um, the poll's down now because it only lasted for 24 hours. But uh, oh, damn! All right, well, I, I still I, have the know. thing, the little mock-up that I made on my Instagram. I don't know if I'm gonna yeah. make them. Uh, I need to yeah. find a way to print them and sell them if I was gonna do that. But that was just a little mock-up thing for it to see if there was any interest. Uh, I was just clicking through Instagram and my thumb hit no first. No. And I was like, wait, what the fuck happened? And then I was like, what was that? And I had to scroll backwards and look. I was like, no, yes, hit yes. <laughs> I felt really bad, but yeah, <laughs> be ready for cute strawberry girls on body pillows, possibly. So that uh, that might be a thing. It's yeah, it's a thing. Cool. Like doing research on that though, that that's a that's a huge market that I did not realize was body pillows or yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> I get your waifu body pillows down, man. Yeah. Didn't you yeah. Know? Yeah. And I knew Let's... it was a thing. I didn't realize it was that big of a thing. <laughs> I'm honestly not sure. I, I kind of want one. Is that wrong? Is that wrong of me no. to say? I just don't know what I wouldn't, what I would get. I it's want very right. The body pillow. It's very right. Oh, it's fire very right. At fire emblem waifu. Oh yes. yes. Let's get some oh, picture on there. Speaking of, because if I say it enough, maybe it'll eventually happen. Yes. Fire Emblem one-shot at least has to happen at some point in time, so... <clears throat> if anyone's got spare time to, like, I don't know... DM a Fire Emblem one-shot, we might, uh... Might talk about that, because I'm so ready to be an anime boy and just be ridiculous. I'm... I'm so stoked. I, so, that, at some point in time, chat, not right now, but that is definitely... That's... It's in the brain space. We're going to do something with that. I told you. I'll DM it. I will do that for you. <laughs> Screw it. We got one then. All right. This is happening. We're doing it. So we're going to figure out a time, and we're going to do Fire Emblem at least a one shot. If if I could get a full show out of it, hell yes. <laughs> Anime is fuck, and I'm totally ready for that. Yeah. We're going to have, like, really crazy relationship statuses for everyone. Oh, jeez. Gonna go need to wait. steal some of those mechanics from Ro that uh, Dragon Age table. Yeah, romance all the NPCs. That's all you gotta do. Just romance, romance them all. Intensity. Yes. God, I Give can't them wait. All the gifts. That'll be great. Um, okay. I think. Is there anything else anyone wants to say, plug, do before we uh, we actually play Dungeons and Dragons today? You know, create actual content, right? Real content. Real content. This is we are content. real content creators. Bullshitting is content, right? Bullshitting yes. is absolutely content. It's all content Chat, is. Keep actually. that in mind. <laughs> Bullshitting is content. <clears throat> and then we're gonna we're gonna get into the thing. So you know what? Let's do a let's do a recap roll. How about that? Oh. So roll yourselves some nice d20s, and the person that gets the closest to my roll. I remember how to do this. Nice. Not Mina. Mina's starting off great today. Let's get that out. Hey, of the she nailed it! Right, I, I rolled the natural one. Name <laughs> rolled the natural one. Man, we are popping off uh. already today. Chat feels good, man. Um, 
So, Dungeon Dame, why don't you give us a nice little little recap of what you can remember from from two weeks ago's show, I guess? Yeah. And I'll, I'll fill in the gaps, so don't worry. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, hit us. So, uh, we destroyed some thugs that were outside of uh, Grinda Garloth's house, and she invited us in for some tea. And we had been told that she probably had, or we found it on a map, that she probably had the Stone of Galore, which is what we are searching for. So uh, we went in for some tea and then um, decided to um, intimidate the location of the Stone of Galore out of this tiny old lady. <laughs> Broke some of her teacups, you know, just as we do. Um, and then uh, she told us she didn't have it anymore. She gave it to her rat familiar to go bring it to her family mausoleum in the City of the Dead. Um, we offered her asylum at our inn if she wanted to... Um, disguise herself as my grandma for some reason <laughs> um and then uh and then we went to the the city of the dead oh we stopped and killed a gazer along the way and then we went to the city of the dead and uh we snuck ourselves into the mausoleum and were promptly attacked by some I uh, dark dwarves i don't remember the name dark dwarf yeah Durgar. <laughs> that's the one um they got giant and almost killed us which was fun and um, then a guard came by at the same time that we were fighting them. So once we killed the ones that were in our room with us, we booked it deeper into the mausoleum and hid ourselves away in a very dark room and locked the door. And poor, poor Sir Ambrose Everdon looked for us high and low and could not find us and could only find Kiggs the cat. Yeah. What she failed to mention with that dark, dark room was it was a tomb. Uh, so, you know, someone dead was in there. People be dead. People were dead. There's lots of dead people in there. It was fine. It was a mausoleum. People be Cry's dying. dead. They're dead. Yeah, yeah. We haven't resolved the whole cries probably dead thing. We don't need to talk about it. Yeah. Um, so, in, in, in some, some filling in the blanks here, after visiting Grinda Garloth and freeing her from the clutches of some brigands, right? Um, from the Xanatharian Guild. Um, <clears throat> you guys went to the mausoleum to find the Stone of Galore, which is where Grinda told you that her little familiar had taken it. Uh, turns out it's gone. The familiar probably dead, but you did find a key on the ground. Um, so if you guys remember that key, that's a thing. And, uh, yeah, you, you were able to extricate yourself from the mausoleum and the battle that followed. And you made it home in, you know, pretty pretty okay shape after some of you almost died multiple times. No big deal. But it was fine. It was fine. Um, Just yeah, I th yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I think I think that that brings us to to essentially the next morning, unless any any of you wanted to accomplish something in the dead of night in secret. Water my plants. You want to water? Okay. Do you want to do that in the dead of night in secret? Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. Okay. So cry in the middle of the night. <laughs> As dead people are wont to do, they wake up and terrorize the, the, the surroundings by watering their plants very carefully. <laughs> Cry successfully waters her plants in the middle of the night. I would play that farming simulator. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's literally just, yeah, it's just in the, it's at night. 
and it's just cries window. It's not and like plants four versus plants. zombies. It's plants and zombies. And zombies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's coexist, yeah. you guys. Let's coexist. Wow. Okay. Anything else dark and nefarious? I didn't like nefarious. that ASMR voice you just did. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 content. No. Um, Claudia <laughs> would like to sit in the dark and hold yes. her fancy boots that I totally didn't forget about forever yeah. that have the bells on them. <laughs> oh sh shoot! I really hope I put the notes for that somewhere. Uh, I hope so too, because <laughs> I think they're. Someone magic. go back and watch the vod quickly. Uh, yeah, hey, does someone remember <laughs> magic the magic boots that I may have said existed at some point in time? I know I wrote those down somewhere. So you um, describe them as boots with bells that don't make any sound. Yes, okay. All right, so I remember that. I will find <laughs> which item that is. I remember I remember sort of what the item name was. Uh, boots <laughs> so hang on bells. a second. Yeah, bell boots, boots. Boots with the bells. Um... Yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah. 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 These are these are really fun. Uh, so you you go and you you hold the boots. Do you like try to figure out if they like ring or the bells ring or anything? Yes, Malia, probably a little tipsy with uh, bedtime wine. She mm -hmm. uh, sings to them. She, she sings to them. Cleans them. Puts them on. Stands in front of the the full body length mirror and just kind of strikes mm -hmm. a few poses. Did I ever tell you like what color they were or anything, or did we just say they were boots with bells on? Them? Uh, I think you said they were either green or purple. It was some really I, obnoxious color. <laughs> I think yeah, I think I probably said they were green. Um, so they're like a deep forest green. They're a dyed leather, like a dyed doe skin. And so as you clean them up, because you obviously have leather polish and leather carrying things, you care for your clothes. Mm -hmm. And as you polish them, and you notice that like, as the boots shake and you're giving them a, a rub and you and you apply the polish and stuff to them, uh, the oh. bells themselves don't, don't ring. You put them on and you strike your pose and you see yourself in them and you like get this vision of yourself in the woods in a forest, deep and dark and green, and you kind of like don't see yourself in the mirror anymore. You like, you see a young elf woman clad in like all greens and dark browns wearing these boots. And then the elf woman in the mirror moves and the bells jingle and the bells on your boots jingle. Excuse and then there's like a sound and you look around the room, it's like a rustling. And you see that the elven woman also looks around the room and draws her bow from her back in one swift motion, drawing a, an arrow on the string. And you notice she starts taking steps and the bells don't make any noise anymore. You have some boots of elven kind on your feetsies. And as the, the vision fades away, you note that you can make them make noise or you can make them make no noise. Whenever you would like. So I'll put these. I'll put these in your in your inventory here. Uh, boots of. Yeah, nice. I have... love roll twenty. I tell you what, I can just drag and drop boots of elven kind into your inventory. This Super is not neat. a sponsor. I wish. Right. Yell All at them us. some more for me. Uh, so. <clears throat> I have a question. Yeah, of course. DM. Yeah. Was she hot? Hmm. Beautiful. Where's my pencil, baby? Here we go. Beautiful. We're back. Eyes, eyes like starlight, and you were entranced with the entire thing. 
Oh. She had like long white hair braided down her back. Yeah, absolutely. I have soy sauce on my D and D notebook. <laughs> <laughs> so while you wear these boots, your steps make no sounds, regardless of the surface that you're moving across. So you have advantage on dexterity, stealth checks that rely on moving silently. Uh, the caveat to this, because they're slightly special, is that you can choose to have them make noise if you would like to. Because they have these nice little bells on them. There you go. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Molly sleeps with them on. I thought they were yeah, like Skyping boots where you could just like <laughs> have one connection with this one person in this pair of boots. Hey, you know, now I'm disappointed. <laughs> there was there was so something happened there. Sister Molly, who's traveling say? boots. Who's Molly to say? would be down having a long distance relationship. Sure. <laughs> All right. So Malia finished her nighttime uh, escapades. Uh, would uh, would anyone else like to do something this evening before bedding down for a long rest? Um, Mina would like to check on Tipo and make sure he's not stupid. <laughs> Um, yeah, so like, I think we, for you, it's it's easy enough. You like walk into the room after you've had what your your dinner or whatever, and your night wine. Yeah, you're covered in blood, yours and other people's, and you're absolutely spent, like spell wise, right? And you're just you're ready to sleep, and you kind of just you see Tipo, just like s sitting on the edge of the bed and looking at you, and he's like, "I've been so bored today. Can I come with you next time?" Uh. Yes, but, you know, um, just invisible. Yeah, that's fine, whatever. I'm pretty helpful, like, because I'm invisible and I can fly. Like, that's super useful. I, we, we probably could have used you today, actually. But uh, how are you, how are you feeling? You know, uh, impish metabolism pretty quick. So, you know, feeling, feeling really, really good after this. Terrible morning. <laughs> yes, uh, alcohol will do that to you. Right, perhaps, right. Perhaps um, smaller amounts next time. We'll see. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's. I was feeling pretty good till that morning thing. So <laughs> you know, I might just. We'll see. Yeah. Um. So like, did you get anywhere with the whole cataclysm thing? Figuring out the end <laughs> of the world. How that's supposed to happen? No, but we are getting closer no. to that large sum of money I was talking about. Oh mm. yeah. Oh yes. yeah, that's good. Okay. Right, yeah. yeah, no, I'm I'm yeah, let me can I help with that? That sounds awesome. Yes, yes, you can. And I can buy lots of that alcohol stuff. Mm. <laughs> as well as other things. Like instruments of torture. You'd have to buy right. very small instruments of torture, I think. Teeny tiny ones. Do you want a pin? Do I have one or want one? Do you want one? Yeah, that would be great. I'll see if Malia has one later for you. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this yeah. is good. This is good. Yes. Yeah. Do I hear this? <laughs> <laughs> Roll me a perception check. Oh, baby, this best be good. <laughs> I oh, that's a 19. Uh, you hear the cackling of something coming from underneath you. <laughs> I was going to put her ear on the door. Or on the floor. 
On the floor? Yeah, sure. Um, you know what? Here, I'm gonna roll for the construction of the floor. <laughs> As one does. <laughs> there is a blatant crack directly down into Mina's room that you can look in. That's spicy. <laughs> I'm and looking, so baby. We get that, like, we get the hello pop it moment where, like, the eye pops into the screen. <laughs> uh, there's a tiny winged demon in her room, cackling maniacally. <laughs> Cry's gonna go to bed. <laughs> Y'all are so trusting about all of the stuff that <laughs> happens in your own we home. We still have the morning to come. Uh, no, it's, it's true. It's true. Yeah, but so now you know. <laughs> Cry, if you ever want to spy on Mina, there's literally a large enough crack for you to do so in your floor. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Varys, is there anything that you want to accomplish in the in the evening? Nah, see, Varys got his ass kicked in the mausoleum, so he's ready to just Did. crash out and... Yeah, you've been sort of patched all. up a little bit. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's been a tough day for you, man. That The the dwarf giant uh, smacked the crap out of you with a pickaxe, so your clavicle's feeling a little rough right now, even yeah. after some magical mending. Um, so all he's going to do is be able to, like drag his ass upstairs and plop into bed awesome awesome pray for uh, the sweet release of death <laughs> maybe i won't wake up tomorrow and maybe that's preferable <laughs> just <laughs> that's it uh yeah okay uh so you guys you go off to to sleep uh tipo tipo beds down and you know you know, like he sleeps in the in the bed with you mean and you you all uh drift off to a fitful slumber uh, and you awake the next morning as the sun is rising, as heroes are wont to do. They always arrive. They arise early, un otherwise, uh, unless they're super intoxicated the night before. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. What would you guys like to like, like to accomplish? Breakfast. <laughs> yep. Biscuits. Sure. Yeah. You head downstairs. Um. And you, uh, you are greeted, uh, by, uh, do, 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 do. Jane? Is she the morning person? Jane's our morning gal. Jane, Jane has been doing a lot of the work recently. You've been noticing that she's there both morning and night. Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. <laughs> so, so she's, yeah, she's there. You saw her the night before and she is there in the morning. Uh, you probably, if you were awake before before the sun came up, you probably heard the door open and her her enter and start, you know, cleaning up the place and taking taking stools off the bar and and putting chairs up and stuff like that and getting the fire stoked. Um, your cook Willis Falk is your is your morning guy, and uh, yeah, the smells of breakfast come from the kitchen. Uh, your a couple of your patrons are scattered around the common room, and uh, Jane greets you. At the uh, at the bar for whoever decides to to come downstairs. Cry's gonna come downstairs and sit on. The yeah, she stool. sees you sit there. Ah, uh, good morning, Mistress Cry. Uh, what can I do for you? Food. Right, right. Uh, just the biscuits then. Yes. Ah, uh, all right. Oh, one second. Uh, anything to drink? We actually. No. Okay. <laughs> One second, and she like goes back and she brings out like three biscuits on a plate. They're piping hot and places them in front of you. Uh, I'm gonna 
Keep making the rounds, yeah? She's like, looks super unnerved when she looks at you because you never say anything to her. She's like, right, okay then. And she like walks around the bar and goes and talks to some of the patrons over in the corner. Cry is like posted up waiting for a certain someone to come <laughs> down for breakfast. She's not even sure. going to touch her biscuits. She's just like. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Staring like only a dead person can unblinkingly and <laughs> just watching the stairs. Uh, who, who's next to, to make their way down? down into the common area staring with her plate-sized eyes i think varus is gonna yep. walk down next and he'll, he'll yep. like wave to cry and uh then also ask uh jane for some biscuits and kind of take his his spot under a table somewhere i think he has probably a, a table that he's claimed as his to camp out under while he eats mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah you do uh it's a table without any chairs there it's just a table off in the corner, and there's obviously no one seated at it. And I think it's it's already been kind of dubbed Varys's table. There's probably a small triangle piece of of like uh, paper that sits on the top of it and just says "reserved at all times." I'm gonna say this has Varys's like carved in the side of it. <laughs> no, I feel Varys like Varys table. would probably probably carve it underneath. <laughs> because he'd be underneath the table, and it would say Varys there. But I think there's like a nice little reserved placard that just sits there all the time and you go take your your place underneath it some of your regular guests and patrons aren't super unnerved by it other ones give you weird looks but you know what it's not their problem so they turn back to their biscuits i uh, think amalia uh, would have got a nice tablecloth kind of to like hang over some of the edges there and oh, she would have sure. put a cushion underneath he's got okay. a fort he's got a so fort breakfast fort and i think wow. Kiggs likes to hang out with you under there sometimes perfect so question so, yeah. is Kiggs yeah. still with uh sir ambrose did he pop out like Damped. he would that. have dissipated like just at some point yeah it's, it's at what, whatever point in time that that malia would deem acceptable she could just pull him back into the like whatever dimension and bring him back out so Sir Ambrose may have a story that he's yeah. telling his fellows right now. <laughs> Magic cat. You know, weird news of the day and all. Um, yeah. So, so Varys, you take your you take your your uh, your seat and your nice little cushion under the under this blanket fort of a table. And uh, Jane eventually brings out some biscuits on a plate and just puts them on top. And we watch as the hand darts out, grabs one, and pulls it back underneath. And you have your customary breakfast it's very much that cat in the box you just see the paw come out mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. you gotta like microphone. search around for it like <laughs> excellent uh so who else uh, who's coming down next i guess mina will with yeah mina. maybe i guess i'm probably will. with tifo with her but invisible yeah sure so tipo you know he's like as you wake up and he's like, Harry, okay, today's the day, right? We get to go? I get to go, right? Yes, yes, you can come with me today. Okay, 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 Tifo, okay, you can do this. It's gonna be fine. You're gonna make everyone real proud. And he like oh, voips so out and like he's invisible now. He's like, okay, I'll stay invisible and I'll stay out of the way. And, but if you could really get that pin, that'd be super cool. <laughs> uh -huh. mm -hmm. Yes, I will. I will talk to Malia and see if she has a spare. Good, good, good. You kind of like 
hear this like slight flapping of wing every <laughs> once in a while. It seems much less uh, prominent than it should be for something that actually needs to fly or flap to fly. But yeah, and you make your way downstairs with Tipo in tow. All right. Down the stairs we go, Cry. <laughs> All right, oh, well. my goodness. <laughs> yeah, you see Mina come down the stairs looking well-rested, refreshed. Uh, you notice that her horns look quite striking this morning. And, uh, yeah. Oh, good morning, Cry. You are extra still this morning. <laughs> She's gonna kind of like her eyes are gonna go from being really big and be like, <laughs> "Are you alright? Is there something in your eye? <laughs> Did you adopt a dog? <clears throat> child? Human? Uh, a a dog child?" I'm not. Can I make a perception check if you hear him? So, <laughs> oh, you have to hear him? Or, I mean, any 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 indication that he's there. Oh, uh, yeah. So, perception check to see if he's there. Absolutely. And let me find let me find Tipo real quick. So, uh, sixteen perception, not bad, it's not bad. So he he can he's invisible currently, which is you know great for him. Um, so it's going to be super hard to see him. Uh, so what I need you to do, Dungeon Dame, mm -hmm. uh, can you roll me the, uh, the dex check there? Oh, the stealth. You see how it says stealth on skills plus five e on his, on his sheet? Mm-hmm. Yes. So I want you to roll that with advantage. I'm pretty sure it comes up with the advantage already rolled. So go ahead and just click it once and let's see what happens here. Oh. Okay. So he rolls a 23. You don't notice anything. It just it it just looks like it's Mina there. Why do you ask, Kai? Did you leave your window open? Uh Maybe. Why? You have a boyfriend? <laughs> Molly had told me about those. Oh, did she? What did she tell you about those? Not a lot. Hmm. No, I don't have a boyfriend, sure. Kai. Very loud. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Um. Mm -hmm. Hey, would you like to go down into the cellar with me and we can talk? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's go. I can do this. Visual comedy, are we ready? Going down to the cellar. Oh, God. <laughs> That's content. <laughs> uh, I'm sure all you podcast listeners will appreciate the visual comedy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, you head down to the uh, the cellar where you keep all of your assorted uh, stored foodstuffs and alcohols. Um, yeah. Oh, I I'm going to tell you and only you, so I need you to keep this a secret for now. <gasps> okay, can you do that? All right. Do not be shocked. 
No screaming. Keep up. So. <laughs> and right by your head cry is like this little horned beastie. Uh, and it has this like long scorpion tail, this like weird goatee thing and all these claws and wings. And it's just sitting there in front of you like. <laughs> all right, all right, calm down. Stop. You, you want me to scare this one? I don't think you can. And like, he, you see him take a closer look. He's like, oh God, are <laughs> you okay? Is this alive? Is this a living being? Is this a thing? Uh, yes, this is Kai. You know, I've seen my master like raise things from the ground and they come up and they go and they go brains. And this looks like one of those. Well, I have yet to see her go brains, but it could happen, mm. I suppose. She does like rats. What do you mean she likes rats? She likes to eat them. <laughs> I like to eat them too. I also turn into them. Yeah. Sometimes. Don't eat this one when he turns into a rat. Right. Yeah. Don't eat me. So, Kai, this is Tipo. He, he makes this, like, flourishing bow. Um, he has a much longer name that I do not know or understand. A Tipkilbog there, Dreki. Yes. Also Personal servant to the Archduke Belial, ruler of Felagros, greatest of all battles. Was that an abyssal? Or would that uh, be infernal? Uh, let's see what he would say it in. He would say it in infernal. Fuck! God damn it. So close. Yeah, he's technically a, he's a quote-unquote devil. Uh, would be an infernal. Yeah. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Um, also about that whole part... Um, so he is part of a, um, the reason that I have the powers that I have, the magic. Um, they come from his patron, lord, person. Your dad? Um, yes, dad. Okay, so for the time being, we're just, he's gonna stay... Invisible, but um, why? Um, he has some goals that don't necessarily line up with everybody else's goals. So we're just going to. People's just staring at you. A moment and work on our goals for now. Mm -hmm. Is this not your minion of darkness? What? No, Kai is my friend. Right, minion of darkness. No, look at her, friend. She she totally fits the bill. I mean, she does sort of look the part, but this is Kai. That's just who she is, and she is our friend. He, like, takes a closer, considering look at you. How do you feel about cataclysms? I don't know what that word means. Um. Big fiery explosions, the world rending from underneath, devils pouring out from beyond, the death of millions! She likes fireballs. So you're right! Minion <laughs> of darkness, this is great! You already just started your army, this is wonderful! Army? 
Okay. Your dog Just... seems really rude. Yeah. So I won't tell anybody. Thank you, Cry. I appreciate it. Now Cry's gonna reach out just like and try and pet the dog. <laughs> like makes a face and then like your hand makes content contact and he goes. What is this? Pat 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 <laughs> And he like floats around behind me and he's like, she hurt me. <laughs> You're fine. It's okay. She's just showing that's how she shows she cares. So when we're gone, can he water my plants? Or is he gonna be like around? Uh, he's going to be around. Plus, I don't think you want him to water your plants. Chances are he'll set oh. them on fire. <sighs> I know. I'm sorry. But he will be very, very helpful if we need to do anything sneaky. Okay. Mm-hmm. I left my biscuits on the counter. I'm going to go get them. Oh, I'll come. We'll just. Okay. Just, yeah, we're done. It's good. Okay. Now we're uh, going uh, back up. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> oh wow! Look at that. Wow, it's oh. like it's like she was walking stairs. Wow, mm, crazy. Such visual comedy. Wow. Uh, why won't people cast me in more things? <laughs> <laughs> I think by the time that you guys make your way back upstairs, Malia is making her way downstairs. Uh, Malia, are you wearing your your new boots? Yes. Uh, what are the oh. heels like on these boots? Uh, they are high yes. enough for you to make as much noise as you need. And you find that, again, you can amplify how much noise those heels make. I make a grand entrance, as always. Yeah. Yeah. Clack, and then down the stairs... Down the wood stairs, you just hear like kind of like hollow thudding as each of them hit the heels hit on the on the stairs, and she makes a grand entrance, looking fantastic in these like almost knee high green doe skin boots. I look hot. You always look hot though. So. <laughs> um, Malia would have. Uh, oh. Is she hot? Answer this carefully. Yeah, carefully. Wait, is Malia hot? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Okay. What? Yeah. Have you Thunder. seen that charisma score? She's off you. the charts. <laughs> uh, Malia would have changed her outfit and she would have worn an appropriate cloak. So she has a cloak now. Yay. Ah, uh, yes. Because uh, last cool. session she gave away her cloak to a robot. Robot. That's right. Um, What color is your cloak? Uh, my outfit is going to coordinate with this. Uh, I'm going to say that my cloak is kind of this wine burgundy color, and the rest of my outfit mm. is very neutral, kind of brownish. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Still wearing the like big blue fl- feather in your hat, or the like um, iridescent one. Yes, it's my okay. trademark now. It works pretty well, considering that like it's an iridescent in green, so it complements your boots rather nicely. There you go. Nice. Uh, yeah, you make your way downstairs to, to also breakfast, and you see Cry and Mina coming out from the the basement, the cellar. Uh, Malia doesn't seem to really pay much attention to that. She's going to go around and greet all of the guests, especially those that she might not recognize from the day before or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Just, hello, mm-hmm. welcome to Trovsko Manor. 
I hope yeah, there's, you enjoy your stay. There's a couple that have been there uh, for a while. There's probably three uh, that have been staying for probably about the week or something like that. They've been in town for business. Uh, there's two new ones that are in town. Um, uh, kind of like middle-aged woman and uh, an older gentleman with like these tiny gold spectacles. And they both seem to be at, they're at separate tables and they seem to be having breakfast and going over something of theirs. Malia flits around like a butterfly. She doesn't linger too well on any one particular flower. She eventually makes her way to Varys and she kind of kneels down and she's like, good morning, Varys. How are you? Good morning. And she's like, I've got a treat for you. And she'll like pull out bacon from her pocket. She's like, I got this from the kitchen. Here you go. Yeah, take it, and he's gonna stuff it in the biscuit that he's already eating, and make a weird sandwich out of it, and then mm -hmm. just keep munching on it. Bacon biscuits. You know, like yeah. pat her on the leg to say thank you. <laughs> Good. Uh, yeah. So you guys are all downstairs, consuming whatever breakfast you feel like you need to consume. Uh, what would you like to accomplish for the day? First things first. Nina's gonna ask Malia. Uh, Malia. Yes, my dear. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Those boots look amazing on you. Oh my goodness. Ching strikes pose. <laughs> um, do you I know. Have... Oh, mm -hmm. <laughs> do you happen to have a spare pin I could have? Oh, of course. She just like takes off her hat and she has like these pins in her hair. She has a couple of them that are actually like thieves tools and she takes one out and she gives one to you. Ah, oh, thank you. I very much appreciate this. And for now, she's going to tuck it in her pocket so she's not just like giving it to like nothing. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, all right, so what, do, what, are we, what are we doing today? Hmm. That is a good question. Do we... Do we need to go find... Um, was her Glinda again and see if maybe she knows what happened to her familia? I uh, would suspect that she's probably not going to be home. No, she's looking for something to somewhere to put her thing. Her thing, yes. Her thing. The apparatus mm -hmm. of qualish. Yeah, there you go. But Mina wouldn't have remembered that. <laughs> the thing. Um, in the last session, uh, it was made note that when you found the key, it had very particular markings on it um, that could possibly be identified by a locksmith. Do we know who's a locksmith? We know, we know lockmakers. You know someone who made and changed the locks of your very own business. Oh, um... I have a key that I found in the crypt. And we know someone that makes keys. And she points at the giant freaking key we have mounted on the wall there. Sure. Shall we go see Avi today? Oh, I think that would be a wonderful idea. We should take some biscuits with us. Yes. Because everyone knows friendship is made through food. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Yep. It's very true. Okay. Uh, so you guys want to head on over to Steam and Steel? Yes. Yes. All right. Yeah. Uh, so you you exit the uh, the inn. 
Uh, it's still early morning. It's, you know, time hasn't passed too much now. But the day is beginning here in Waterdeep. And the hustle and bustle of everyone around. The drays, the the market, um, the shopkeepers are opening up. The You see people like bakers selling their wares. And just general busyness that is in Waterdeep. And you walk down Trollskull Alley to find your friends over at Steam and Steel, Embrick and Avi. You walk up to the brick storefront and you find inside that, yes, the door is open. It looks like the forge has just been lit and the day is just starting for them as well. Good morning, friends. You see Avi that is like putting things away up at the at the storefront you see various different like weapons and armors and things and uh other small metalworks uh, of different nature some decorative uh and you do see like some like locks and like padlocks and keys of various sizes and things and you enter and you, oh friends it's been so long um what brings you to steam and steel this morning ah uh, yes um we came across this uh interesting key on the ground and uh Hmm. it has some distinct markings i was wondering if perhaps you could help me identify it so i could bring it to its rightful owner Hmm. yeah uh of course i i I can definitely try my hand at it uh do you have the key on you oh yes oh oh, oh, where are my manners uh oh uh, mina do you have those biscuits yes of course oh biscuits are we talking about key? Oh, my, those smell delicious. Um, is the key inside of them, or is oh, this... Oh, no, these are just a gift. Oh, wonderful. Uh, yes, please, thank you. Well, and, thanks. like, puts it down. Is, uh, and he, you know, breaks off a piece of one and eats it. It's wonderful. It's great texture, quite fluffy, and stayed so warm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'll, um, I'll let Embrick know in a moment. He's getting the forge ready and... You don't bother him in the morning when he's trying to get things done. He's a little hot-headed, if you know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Molly laughs so hard. (laughs) Avi looks and just like, okay, it wasn't that good. (laughs) So the key then. um, Here you are. Yes, of course. Uh, It takes a look. You know, it's standard like iron key, but it does have distinctive markings on it. And they, they seem to be... Uh, like dwarvish writing, just dwarvish runes here. Looks at it, takes out like a magnifying glass. Oh, yes. And Alaspra Ulmar always marks her work like this. She's quite proud of what she does, though it's nothing too special, I think, at least. But yeah, you, you can find her shop over in the trades ward. Oh, could you please tell me a bit about Alaspra Ulmar? Well, um, hmm. She's kind of a finicky woman. Very secretive about who she sells her wares to, which I suppose in a lockmaking business is... It's important, but when you go around marking every key and every lock with your words on it, then it kind of defeats the purpose, I think. Well, as far as I know, she has... She, do, she tends to do a lot of work with the Harpers. As far as I know, she'll tell them whatever they want to know, as long as they have proof of it. I see. Um, 
and get are the Harpers the good guys? Yes, we work for the Harpers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, at this point, your your condition with the Harpers is is under question, is it not? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so as as far as I know, you're still considered Harpers because Renair hasn't necessarily ratted you out. Uh, but it is it is a little in question on whether or not you are affiliated with them right now. Renair doesn't like to play fun. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he doesn't like. Yeah, uh-huh, he doesn't like you playing fun with you know the people that try to kill him and his friends every day. Listen, so I'm that's... just gonna play it from both sides. Come out on uh-huh. top, no matter who wins, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at the end, there's a cataclysm. So who cares? Cataclysm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so in the in the trades ward, uh, there is um, there is a, a shop that is run by Alaspra Olmar. And I think I put it on, yeah, it's on uh, Beacon Street. It's relatively close to the Yawning Portal. Um, and I think you guys are on the map already, so I'll go ahead and, and give you the little little dealie. Bacon right Street. I was thinking yep, the same ba- thing. Bacon Street, absolutely. Yep, yep. And I made this red, and it should have been yellow, but there we go. Uh, and Chad, I'll, I'll bring this up for you here. City of the Dead. We went there. A little square there. Right. We almost Alaska joined the population Omar. there. <laughs> what if it was very closely done? I think, yeah. She woke up one morning. She's like, Malia, please. Yeah. <laughs> Take a biscuit, mm-hmm. I beg you. Mm-hmm. Cry suddenly, channel Sean Connery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, uh, my dear friend, uh, thank you so much for your help. Here is a gold piece. Oh, no. Uh, please, the biscuits are more than enough. Just, you know, good luck on whatever you're trying to find with this. If you don't mind me asking, what are you looking for? Kind of like leans in conspiratorially. Me? Friends. Oh, I'm looking for true love. <laughs> Uh, and he like leans back and looks at you. Cleverly done, cleverly done. Yeah, just be on your way then. And thank you for the biscuits. I'll take them out back. Oh, you must uh, bring your partner and come over sometime. It's been a while since we've had dinner. He looks at you and he's like, you know what? You're right. It's been quite some time and. Yes, I think that's a wonderful idea. We'll take you up on it. Let's say mm, two days' time or something. Oh, wonderful. And he picks up the biscuits and he gives you a nod and he heads out the back door to presumably take the biscuits uh, to Embrick. Neat. Yep. So Alasper Omar's shop, known as the Forbidden Lock, is down on Beacon Street in the Trades Ward. Forbidden lock. Mm. That's spicy. She been there. Forbidden locks. <laughs> Molly knows she all about she belts. <gasps> <gasps> so, do you guys head on that direction? Um, maybe we'll walk past uh, our friend with the plants that I totally remember. Follow. Oh yeah, you want to go by follows? 
Cry really wants to go by Paula's, please. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So you, you walk down you walk down the street and uh Paula's shop is open and you you see Paula's shop all has windows all over the place allowing as much sunlight as possible into the greenery that is essentially the entirety of the shop is a greenhouse. And you see them uh walking around wearing these like long kind of pastel green robes uh with a a small a small watering pail or a small watering tin and going around and you see them like before you enter you see them mouthing words at each of the different leaves and flowers as as they walk around i'm gonna cry <laughs> that's so cute cries here and you see her you see them jump and, and a bright smile on their face and they, come in yeah yeah you burst on <laughs> through the doors Friends, welcome. Um, good morning to you. Is there anything new in Bloom? Like, would Cry recognize anything like new that's been brought in? Oh gosh. Uh, roll me <gasps> a perception check. <laughs> it is a mass of greenery, and you're not super sure if anything on this floor is new. Okay. She's still gonna smell everything. Oh yeah, absolutely. There seems to be some that are in, like newly in bloom as of today, and there's like a, a pink gentle flower, and you smell it, and it follows like watching you. Is there something I can help you with today, Cry? Or are you just interested in? Yes. Oh. What is it? <laughs> I came here because I thought Molly wanted to come in here too. <laughs> Did I just oh. burst in for no reason? <laughs> Yes, Malia just knows that you are enamored with this place, and Malia is all about, you know, the little little loves and stuff in her friends' hearts. Do we have any more biscuits left? I mean, you would have walked by your inn to go to Fala, so you could have stopped in and grabbed some if you would like. A biscuit. Yeah, so you just like produce a small a, a biscuit for her, and they look at it, and cry. That's it's wonderfully sweet of you. Pick it up, and I actually have just the thing for this. Come. And she, like, walks over to her her little desk, and she goes, I actually know a beekeeper here in town. And she reaches underneath, and she pulls out this, like, large jar of honey with, like, the comb still in it. And she pulls out a little, like, comb, and uh, she undoes the jar, and she cuts the, the biscuit in half and lays it down on there on the desk and puts a little honey on both of them. And she goes, now this one's for you, and this one's for me. And she like raises it up to you. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Clink. And they they Crap, take a bite and they watch yeah, you. She remembers Malia telling her that. <laughs> we get like a, a small look at them, just like kind of covering their mouth as they they you know have a little wry smile about the propriety of having the pinky out. And they they look at you. And all of a sudden we get like this look of concern. They they put the the biscuit down and and like put the back of their hand like on Cry's head. Cry, are you well? I think. You look deathly ill, more so than usual. You're so cold. I don't think you've blinked once since you walked in. Well, I feel okay. Are you sure? Yeah. I think if I was sick, Molly would tell me. 
You're right. Molly is a wonderful friend. She would absolutely tell you. But... I worry for you. If... And she, like, reaches down again. She pulls out, like, a small, intricate wooden box. If you're ever feeling... Well... Colder than usual. I want you to take this. And she hands out this, like, tiny vial to you. And it looks like... The more you look at it, it looks more like roiling fire inside of it. Ooh. Oh my gosh, this is so cute. She says, now, don't worry about any sort of payment for that. This is as a friend from me to you. If you're ever feeling, if you ever feel that cold. Just take that, and then please do come see me. Cry nods a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. No, it's a lot. She's... If she had blood flow, she'd probably be blushing. But she doesn't. <laughs> so she's just kind of awkwardly just, like, nodding. Does not know how to yeah. deal with these very nice feelings she has. Sure. Is there anything else you would like to do here? Nope. She's gonna go, okay, bye, and then leave. <laughs> and we can, like, get this shot of, like, Fala just finishing the biscuit and be like, wonderful. <laughs> hmm. And then, you know, they start humming a little bit and they pick up their pail and they start walking around their, their shop again and Cry rushes out of the building. God damn it, that was the cutest shit in the world. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best ever. Oh. So, group, what have you been doing while she's been, like, <laughs> inside accosting Fala? <laughs> uh, I probably would have just been, like, looking at plants. Actually, I probably would have been off to the side, finally giving Tipo his pin. Oh, yeah. Just, like, away. Oh. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, where, where to the side from your friends here? Uh, Maybe just, like, just a little, like, does Fala have like a patio kind of out front of her? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she probably just would have been on like the edge of the patio looking at a plant. Mm. Like, hmm, plant mm. and stuff. Uh, we're only slide a hand. Mm. Do, do, do. She opens, slide of hand, where are you? An eight. So good. Mm, interesting, <laughs> interesting. Malia and Varys, you notice that Mina takes out this pin. Malia, you notice it as the pin from earlier. As she's looking at a plant, she like reaches up past her shoulder. Looks like she's going to itch. And then the pin's gone. And then she just puts her hand back down and she consider she looks like she's con still considering this plant. Um Can we both see this? Yeah, your 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 passive perceptions are enough to see this. Yep. So Malia would have actually been doing something. Um, okay. She would have been outside, maybe, um, looking towards the bent nail to see if it still okay. looks closed. Because I believe the last time we saw it, Tally was gone. Mm -hmm. uh, it still looks locked and dark inside. Can we see the tiger's eye from here? 
Tiger's Eye is actually next door, so if you were, like, in the street, you could look at it. Um, but if you were, like, on- or on the porch or something like that, you could lean and look. Um, I mean, you can see it from here, yeah. Does it look open? Is Vincent outside or anything? Uh, Vincent's not outside. Uh, it doesn't look like anything is occurring, but then again, you kind of have a weird angle to it. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's hard to tell. Okay, so Molly's You're more than welcome to, like, scouting. walk over there if you if you'd like. No, he's weird. If you want to take a closer look. He's weird. <laughs> he's weird. Okay. So I think if if Varys could have seen that, then he's gonna take notice of it and mm -hmm. like walk over to Mina and be like, where'd it go? Hmm? Where'd what go? You put a pin next to your shoulder and it went away. Where'd it go? I did? <clears throat> roll me deception. <gasps> oh Varys, God. roll me insight. Insight. Uh, deception. Oh, God. That's a... Oh, he oh beats the DC. God. Okay. So Mina rolls a 21 deception. 21, by the way. And Varys rolls a 21 insight <laughs> check. Holy. There's something about the way that her, like, eyes and lips tighten when she lies. So I can't tell that she's lying. Yeah. Mina, I I know about the horn thing. Is is something strange? I heard you and Cry talking about a boyfriend. <laughs> Wait, well, I think we should just have a family meeting soon. I don't want to have to explain it so many times. Okay. But where to go? <laughs> I gave it to someone. Okay. He'll just accept <laughs> that. <laughs> I mean, it's the truth. Sure. Okay. Uh, yeah, and at this point in time, I think it, like, Cry walks out. Um, you notice that, like, there's, like, we see, like, a little bit of honey on her mouth still. <laughs> she walks out as happy as can be. What would you all like to do? Malia kind of comes into the group and she says, mm, It appears Tali is still out of town. Oh, you're muted. Yeah, can't hear nobody. Oh, there we go. Like to do something about the fact that Tali is out of town? I don't. Well. Uh, I can't remember very well, probably because of some wine, but weren't the uh, conditions kind of suspicious, the timing? I believe it was just before the fireball he left, and then the reason we were so suspicious of it is that somebody ran by Tally's house when they left the scene of the fireball. Mm -hmm. But it could be suspicious we don't know could be a coincidence that he is gone at this time shall we head to the uh forbidden lock yes okay so you guys make your way uh do you take a dray or do you just walk mm. i mean a dray is a copper a piece 
and takes half less than half the time. So it's entirely up to you. Yeah, let's go take a trip. Got to dry. Yeah, so you walk out to to the main thoroughfare and you you hop on a on a dray, um, helmed by a largely mustachioed white mustachioed man uh, in a top hat, and uh, yes. Um, I don't think I've ever said no, so I'm not going to start now. In a uh, in a very like probably former circus uh what's it called who's the 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 main guy like a circus mc ringleader ringleader yeah like in a very like circus ringleader kind of way you notice that like he's all like pomp and circumstance and uh very showy even though he's just driving a six horse dray around molly compliments his hat yes Oh, well, thank you, dear. Thank you, thank you. Now, th- please, a copper piece, copper piece. Where are you headed? The Yawning Portal. Yawning Portal it is. I think there are some others that are heading that direction. You do look like the adventuring type. Are you going to make your way down the portal today? Like yes. Anything. <laughs> yes? Oh, my. I've heard there are quite a many terror down there. I heard just the other week a troll came climbing out, and there were some adventurers there that slayed the troll. And I hear that's quite a feat. That was us. He looks at you. We had help. <laughs> you don't have to lie to me, boy. It's fine. You look like adventuring types, but please, I don't believe you. I'm not lying. We were there, and it came up. It had you little were... mosquito bats. Right. <clears throat> Copper apiece, or more if you continue to lie to me. <gasps> Nina, at that, because she doesn't like people saying that to her friends, she's going to get up real close to him with her horns, like, very visible, and be like, mm. he's not lying. Roaming intimidation check. Do-do-do. Molly is sweating bullets behind them. Ooh. 21. You like see him, and I think it only you see it because he's he's the immaculate performer. Something in a previous life. You see him like kind of break underneath that gaze, and you see him like his eyes flick to the horns, and he goes, Right then, you were there, and you slayed the troll, and one copper apiece to go to the yawning portal. Here you right. are. Understood. <coughs> All aboard, then. <laughs> All aboard, then. Uh, there's some seats up top if you would like a view of the city as we make our way to the portal. Ooh. Yes. kind of tugs on Malia. Cry, we will get the best seats on this tray. Yes. Yeah, so like a, like a double-decker bus, you go up to the second floor of the dray, and uh, you're now taller than... Everything but the buildings. It's not necessarily a very good view because still two-story buildings all around the height of this carriage doesn't really afford you too much, but you are taller than everyone else around you. The Dre trundles off uh, southwards and eventually makes its way to the Yawning Portal without incident. Uh, it pulls up to the front and the, the mustachioed man is, Yawning Portal! Yawning Portal! Here's you me all get off. off the dray. <laughs> <laughs> Such visual gag. Wow. Yay. As we climb out, um, Barry's just going to look back at him and say, we're lying. 
And like eyes get a little wise. Uh, of course, uh, young master, of course, uh, good luck down in the portal today. I'm sure you'll survive. Mina, like, turns and squints at him. <laughs> and then he looks at you and he goes, off we go. And he snaps <laughs> the reins and the, the drake starts trundling off down the road. Uh, you notice that it's, like, left some people on the curb <laughs> where they were waiting for a drake. And then a man's like, hey, why? I wanted to... Oh, bless it. He like starts, he kicks a rock and he starts walking down the street. I forgot to talk to the horses. He did. Yeah, and now they're gone. Forever. You'll never now see those horses gone. again. I forgot to talk to the horses. <laughs> what if they knew Maxine and now I'll never know? <laughs> I'm such an actress. Did you guys so see that? I was gonna say, I don't know if this is cry or actual Bravo crying right oh, now. No. <laughs> I mean, you never went back for that lovely black horse. Don't talk uh, about Maladar because yeah. I might just go a little crazy and get myself arrested. I mean, you know, horse thieving is a quick way to the slammer. So, you know, whatever you want to do. Oh, you guys are now out it. front. You're out front of the yawning portal. Uh, you quickly make your way to uh, the Forbidden Lock, or you hang around here, or do you want to head somewhere else? Let's go up there. Yes. Get, get that Forbidden Lock. <laughs> yeah, so you head to the uh, the Forbidden Lock. Um, easy, easy enough to find. You know the exact road that it's on. So you head down Beacon Street, and there's a like a sign hanging off on the edge, and it's a key in a lock. And it says the forbidden lock on it in this kind of like gold painted filigree uh, across the sign. You look inside the, the prominent windows there and you see exactly as advertised thousands upon thousands of locks and keys. Ooh. I think this is the building. Oh, really? You think? Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right, Malia. Well, did you want to take the lead here? Of course. <laughs> uh, so you uh, you want to enter the shop here? <laughs> um. So Molly is just going to kind of like look around. Um. So this looks like it's kind of off the main road, the way of the dragon. Um. What is the traffic like on Beacon Street? The Trades Ward is uh, pretty well populated with merchants. It is, it is, uh, it's kind of like a halfling town, but also a very prominent merchant, merchant like village. Um, so trade, so oh trades people, <laughs> so trades people of all shapes and sizes are are here. If you need something, the Trades Ward will likely have it. Uh, you also know that uh, some of the um, the guild halls exist in the in the trades ward here. Um, let's see if I have the wards thing out. I don't think I do. Here it is. Let me get you a, a fuller a fuller description of the trades ward. <laughs> shopping, shopping, shopping galore, or eating, 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 or drinking, 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 or lavish accommodations, fine art, legendary parties. Yeah, that's pretty much what. It is. It's a bustle. 
and day and night with activity uh, both on the street and on balcony walkways that run the length of the blocks that are sometimes layered five stories high. Shop signs leap out from buildings whose sides are plastered with advertisements all vying for the attention of the eye. Glove shops, shoes, jewelry, perfumeries, flower shops, cakes, taverns, cafes, tea shops, inn, row houses, boarding schools, offices, dance academies, grocers, pottery stores, armor vendors. As long as it's not illegal, you'll find it in the trades ward. But if you're looking for something illegal, the trades ward is likely the place to get that too. All right, team, here's the plan. So, I've dealt with merchants like this before. Someone who clearly marks their products, uh, work in a uh, well-traversed area here in the, the heart of the trades ward. This is a person that will likely have great pride so we should uh, try to exploit that. And if we need to push a few buttons, that is how we should do it. Okay. So uh, she holds up the key. She's like, what, what should we try to learn about this? Uh, well, well, yeah, who it belongs to, I would think. Oh, what it unlocks. What it opens. Right. Um, Does that mean, uh, do, did we bring our hopper pins? Um, I, I, as far as I remember, you still have them on you. Yeah, okay. Does everybody else have them on? <laughs> I remember Mina had like a collection yeah. of them. <laughs> uh, perhaps, my dear, don't wear all of them right now. No, well. <laughs> No, but I mean, um, apparently she does work with the hoppers, so that might be a, a good in. We uh, need to coerce something out of her. All right. Um, Perhaps. Yes. Excellent idea. All right. Uh, here we go. She'll try to open the door. Door's unlocked. Uh, you walk inside, and there's the jingling of bells and a, a call from kind of the back of the shop. Need a lock? Need a key? Something to hide away all your precious things? You've come to the right place. Welcome to the forbidden lock. And you see, like, standing behind a, uh, a counter, uh, a small halfling woman wearing, like, a leather vest, a yellow shirt, and she's got this, like, bright, uh, kind of, like, light brown mop of curly hair. Uh, and she's, you know, she's... Seems to be about maybe middle-aged for for a halfling, dark, deep brown eyes. And she stands there behind the, the, the counter, hands on it, and says, What can I do you for? Uh, God. Are you, are you a Lasbra Omar? Yes, of course. No one else would own the Forbidden Lock. Oh, it, it's her. She looks at Mina. Oh, it's her. It's really her. Oh, I've heard great stories about you. Oh. Um, mm. have you now? Yes, I've no, heard. No, yeah, keep it together, keep it together. You oh. don't you act, you know. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, yes. Um, <clears throat> hello. <laughs> what have you heard? Oh. Have you come to try the forbidden lock? Oh, yes. Um, mm hmm. No I'm... one's ever been able to crack it. Oh. But if you crack it, 
and find what's inside. It's yours to keep. It's a little way I keep customers coming in. And also get to show off my work, because you can't break any lock that I've made. Oh, um... Yes, um... Alasbra Omar, I am Molly Achua. It is a pleasure to meet you. And she, like, takes off her hat and does a very grand flourish. Oh, such propriety is not needed here. i just like to sell you something. But thank you. Oh, yes. Um, I am a security specialist that works mm. over in the uh, the North Ward. Um, ah, of course, of course, yes. Yes, and I have come here today to try your forbidden lock. Ah. I don't think I've had a security specialist. I've had many a thief, but... I suppose, to catch the thieves, you have to know how to do the work, right? Okay. Try out the forbidden lock, then. And she, like, reaches underneath the, th the, the table and pulls out this chest. Thunks it onto the, the counter. And it's, like, iron-bound with these, uh, these, like, large, riveted uh, bands. And on the front is just this fat lock. And then there's one to the left of it and one to the right of it each of different sizes. Now, the one on the left looks like a standard keyhole. The one to the right seems to be a number combination. And the center one... Roll me a... Roll me, like, a history check here. <laughs> 16. It's covered in dwarvish runes. It may be magical in nature. Hmm... Malia is going to say, uh, ah, yes. <gasps> Look, Mina, it's the forbidden lock. <gasps> the forbidden lock. Oh, <laughs> uh, can I? Do you? And she kind of like moves forward with her hand. She's like, can I, um, you know, do the thing, touch it? And... Well, it's five gold pieces a try. Here you are, five gold. She looks at us. Right, uh, yeah, all right then. Go ahead, have yourself a go. <laughs> just got swindled. <clears throat> Adventurers and their money, man, because they come into gold so easily. There's like dollar dollar bills, man. Take my money. <laughs> yes, unfortunately, although Malia probably realized that she's being played and conned right now, she also really likes boxes that have mysteries inside of them. Yeah, boxes of mysteries, absolutely. You check it for did get sprayed, sprayed <laughs> with acid last time you investigated it's, a box. Of it's it. true. It's true. Why well, you have to make me relive that? So Malia kind of walks up to it and she begins to like run her hands over it. And she looks mm -hmm. like she's appreciating it, but she's actually looking for traps. Roll me an investigation check. Seven. You're not super sure if it's trapped. And honestly, with the three different locks, any single one of them could have separate mechanisms for trapping. Um, so Malia would like to... Okay. Um, hmm. She's just going to try to open it. Um... You see her pull pin from underneath her hat. 
Troids use mm -hmm. were thieves' tools to open it up. Sure, yeah. Uh, so you're gonna try like the standard lock. Yeah. Yeah. Roll me. Roll me some lock picking. <gasps> Fourteen. You have the 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 lock picks in hand, and you put them in the latch, and you feel like you've got it, and then your pick breaks. Oh. <gasps> Oof, tough luck that. Hmm. Uh, I do have lockpicks on sale. Oh my god. Oh. I see. Um, so Malia, uh, as she's like doing this, she's also gonna get like a closer look of this. Um, would she be able to tell if this is like a fake lock? That it's actually just like a lock picker eater? <laughs> roll roll me investigation. Oh jeez. New monster in the monster manual. Lock uh, a 13 investigation. It looks like a standard lock. It just looks a little bit tougher than what you're used to. Mm. She tries again and she's going to pay another 5 gold. Yeah. Yeah. She gladly takes the Alasper takes the 5 gold from you. Says, right then, have another go. It's not fair. 24. And this time, after investigating it and realizing, yeah, it's it's a lock, you just broke your tool. You get inside and you find each of the tumblers as a standard lock would be. And you hear a satisfying click. She looks at you and says, ah, well <laughs> done. First one down, two more to go. Oh, geez. Um, hmm. Molly squints at the dwarvish. She's like, is this, um, this does not look like elvish. Um, hmm. Well, no, not on that face. Can any of you read this? Did you ask her to read it? Oh, our friend, my friends. Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, nope. <laughs> Gnomish or Elvish or common. Miss Omar, what does this say? Oh, Ashla? I can't tell you that. It ruins the mystery. Mm. Molly just tries random number combinations. <laughs> uh, so the on the the right side one is the one with the it's like a. It's a number lock. Okay. The center one is the one with the dwarvish. And it's kind of like this face that looks like a cog wheel. And it has dwarvish runes on each of the cogs. You're not super sure how that one functions yet. So do you, are you trying out the cog? Or are you trying out the, the numbers on the um, hmm. the number lock? I'm going gonna, gonna to twist this cog here. Yeah, so you reach out to the cog and you find that every time you turn it to a new cog wheel face it ka-chunk ka-chunk and it like clicks you notice that there's a second cog behind it in between so you like you have the the cog wheel faces and in between the teeth when you turn it you notice that ah there's actually a second one behind it here and it's an elvish oh i can read elvish mm -hmm. what's it say so it's they're each uh, like six a piece, and it seems to be that the elvish ones are all runes for different elements. Oh, oh, elements. Hmm. 
Can I turn the inner cog? The inner cog does not move. Okay. This is where everyone finds out Stella really sucks at puzzles. Um, <laughs> you don't have to do the puzzle. <laughs> You're the one paying money for this. Mollyage feels like maybe this this one's done and then moves on to the last one. Yes, yeah, so the one on the far right is it's like a a, a padlock, right? It's a number lock. Um so for this, I'd like you to make me a perception check. An eight. Try as you might, you can't hear the tumbles. So you know how you do, you, you, you treat it like a standard number lock. You do it three times to the right, two times to the left, once to the right, but you keep spinning to the right and you're not hearing the first tumbler lock. Okay. Um... Malia will probably just keep messing around until uh, Omar tells her to stop. Yeah, so th probably she probably lets you go for about like two minutes, three minutes or so, and then she looks down and um, having trouble. Then, oh no, I've got this. Uh, mm, mm. I'm. I'm thinking I might need to see five more gold if you're going to keep at it like this. Well, it does seem that you live up to your expectations for your locks. This is quite impressive. She makes like a slight bow on the table. Of course. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, Yes, if you need a lock, take a look around. I've got ones of all shapes, sizes, and security. These are, these are fantastic. You know, um... We actually, we, I think we recently found something of your handiwork. It is quite the exquisite piece. Is that right? Mm -hmm. And we, we just want to return it to its owner. We just, it was laying around and there's just, it'd be terrible if somebody wasn't able to get into their own property. Well, I, I keep stock of who buys what from me. So if you just hand it over here, I'll make sure they get it. Oh, but we would love to return it to the person in, in person. I'm sorry, that's, uh, I can't give that away, for what if you were to take the key and then unlock whatever they have locked? Can't trust you? Don't know you. Well, this is true, and Nina will just, like, like, just, like, show her Harper pin just, like, a little bit, just, like, oh, yes, I understand, but. She, like, looks down at it. That, uh, um, is that a Harper pin? Oh, you have quite the eye. Yes, it is. Well, when you're staring at small pieces of locks all day, you have to keep a fine eye. Yes. <clears throat> you, uh, work with them. We do. Would this happen to be official Hopper business? Yes. <laughs> Roll me a persuasion check. Meanwhile, in the background, Molly is taking this, like, distraction to, like, keep working it. So sure. what what had originally started as, like, you know, a way to try to Eat, you know just obsessing <laughs> over it yeah <laughs> i'm just waiting for her to like try and put it in her bag and leave with it <laughs> oh my god um yeah. yeah so so a 19 for the per for the persuasion uh alashbro looks at me 
Is that right? Well, you should have led with that then. Hand me the key, I'll let you know, and you can return it then. And you can put in a good word for me with the Harpers, right? Oh, of course, of course. Such um, handyship here with your locks. We would be grateful to have you doing more of our security. Fantastic. <laughs> Love to hear it. Now, hand me the key. Uh, M- Malia. Get the key. Malia! <laughs> yeah, yes, my dear. Oh, right. Um, here you are. Yes, thank you. So you hand over the key, and we're going to take a short break, because we're a little bit over time for the break thing, and Elashper takes the key and starts looking at it. But we will be right back after about three to five minutes. Thank you guys for, for joining us today uh, on Diefall Presents Waterdeep Dragon Heist. We will be right back. Hey, guys. Uh, thank you for joining us today on Waterdeep Dragon Heist. Uh, really do love this show. If uh, if you guys want to help support us in any way, shape, or form, thinking about follow the channel, follow all of these lovely people here. And if you would like to get caught up on anything from this show or our other Dungeons and Dragons show, Die Fall Cypress, head on over to the YouTube channel. And if you haven't already, the Die Fall Cypress episode has just gone live. So head on over there, hit that like button, please, and maybe leave a comment or two. Uh, otherwise, if you'd like to get caught up in podcast form, you can head on over to Spotify, SoundCloud, or Apple's iTunes podcasts and find us there under Diefall Dungeons and Dragons, and you can get caught up on our shows there. So once again, thank you for tuning in today. Carmagen, thank you for your 11 months, almost one year of subscriptions. Tusker20 for the 100 bits. Midnight Saber for the follow, and Life in Pain for the follow. Welcome to the Salt Factory, you guys. We'll be back in about three to five. Welcome back, everyone, to Diefall Presents Waterdeep Dragon Heist, episode 14. Our heroes find themselves in the Forbidden Lock, the realm of Alaspra, the locksmith, where uh, our friend Malia has been entranced by the quote-unquote Forbidden Lock puzzle, Uh, but it seems that Mina has done enough to find out where this or who this key was sold to. So you hand over the key and Alaspra picks it up and she pulls out some spectacles and puts them on and you see they have like a small magnifying glass that she flips down over it and looks at it. Oh yeah, well, this is definitely one of mine. Um, mm-hmm. Right, so this one belongs to one Volcar Kibbins. Unique one, this. He lives in an old windmill down in the southern ward. Uh, well, used to be a windmill. Bit in disrepair now, but uh, definitely his. If you'd like to return it, uh, she hands it back to you. And again, let the Harpers know that uh, the best locks in all of Waterdeep can be found here, made by Alaspra Ulmar. Of course. I'm sure uh, Malia will have quite to say about your locks. <laughs> yes. Well, um, I think perhaps we should get going, Malia. Mina, Mina. Varys is gonna like sidle up next to her and be like, "Try hitting the box with your thunderbolt thing." <laughs> <laughs> that I don't think is the correct way to open the locks here. If it gets open, it's open, and we win. Just blow it open. <laughs> Somehow I don't think uh, Alaspra would, would have a uh, 
would enjoy us using that form. <laughs> she looks at you. Roll me an insight check for Alaspra. Right, right. Alaspra. As you're as you're making the, you're having this conversation. <laughs> Eleven. She looks interested in what you're saying, but she doesn't. She's not saying anything about it. Hmm. Molly is stroking the box. <laughs> I will open you one day, my sweet sweet girl. <laughs> and it hugs it a little. Alaspra looks down and says, "Well, you're more than welcome to come back any time and try." All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, this is where all of our money goes. <laughs> yeah. Just disappears. And five gold apiece. It, it's 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 exactly like going to the like county fair and playing exactly. one of the rigged games. It's absolutely just like There's that. Like a um, like a stuffy in the box. That's all you get. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, you guys don't know this yet, but once you open it up, it's just a voucher for one free key. Doesn't include the lock. It's just one free key, and that's it. That's all. Oh, I love it. Amazing. I'm making this. I'm making this up. Anyways, um, who knows what's in the box? So, what's in the box? Would you guys like to pursue this avenue of knowing where to go? Mm-hmm. Yes, I to Volcar so. Kibben's place, an old windmill in the Southern Ward. Um, yeah. So the Southern Ward is literally just straight south from here. Uh, if you walk down the way of the, dra the the dragon, you'll probably find it. Uh, probably will stick out a little bit from some of the taller buildings. You may see the old pieces of that windmill there. You guys, take your take your walk down. It's probably about uh, you know running about midday. Um, the city is well and truly awake now, uh, and business is absolutely being done here in the uh, in the southern ward. It's called the Southern Ward, not the South Ward. The Water Davians are very peculiar peculiar about this. If you insist on referring to it as the South Ward, expect to be corrected or thought a fool. The name derives not merely from its southerly location in the city, but from the Southerners who settled in the district as the city grew. Today, the Ward still hosts most of the traveling merchants who visit the city, and is made up of many enclaves, blocks, and streets, primarily occupied by citizens who trace their ancestry to other realms. You, uh, you see this kind of, I don't want to call it decrepit, because the Southern Ward is very particular about upkeep, as any merchant would be, about upkeeping their wagons, or their places of business, or the places that they stay. So you see a windmill, but it doesn't seem to be spinning in the wind today, but it does seem to be there. It looks a little bit converted into a home of some kind. Um... Would you like to? Would you like to go look at it? Yes. <laughs> mm, uh, yes. I think so. <laughs> yes, maybe. Mm. Um, is this particular yeah. street crowded? Are there any people around? Um, knowing this ward, yes. Uh, it. Waterdeep tends to be a pretty busy place regardless, and you just took a step, like, you're a step off of a main thoroughfare here of, of the, um, the Way of the Dragon, right? So you're, you're probably, like, let's see, uh, probably down, you know, Coach Street, maybe, if you walk down that direction. So you're in between the high road and the Way of the Dragon, and it's a larger street. 
Uh, no, none of the drays come down here, but the foot traffic from them definitely. And you're like across from maybe a uh, like a a tavern or something. It's definitely populated, and it's midday. Okay. Um. Hmm. Does there appear to be any kind of easy access for kigs, maybe? To get yeah, uh, the, the ground floor definitely has its fair share of windows. Uh, if you, you know, take a little walk around, uh, you probably find a location. Friends, how do we want to approach this? We uh, have a key belonging to someone that was in a crypt that we intended to go to and discover... The Stone of Galore? Yes. This could um, be dangerous. Could be. Very true. <laughs> might want to approach it as the fact that we did not find the key in the crypt. They might have dropped it somewhere else, and we are just trying to return it to them to start with. <laughs> or... <laughs> oh. Haven't we done enough intimidating? <laughs> Uh-oh. Have we ever done enough? Never enough. Never the enough. day is still young. This is true. Well, should we just um, take a quick peek and see what to expect in there? Look in the window. Yeah, uh, roll me a perception check. I look with my eyes. I look with my eyes. A nice. 20. You do look with your eyes. It's occupied. Um, Are they hot? Uh, it's hard to tell. It's kind of dark in there, but there's like old furnishings and it looks like salvage material and like garbage piles. My kind of friend. Potentially squatters. And in the room that you're looking in right now, there's at least four. Oh, there are a lot of people in there. Hmm. Do, do either of us know anything about uh, Volcar Kibbins? Just off the people that live in water. Roll me some history. And anyone can roll it. All right. Hmm, I think with my brain. <laughs> nope. Uh, uh, two for Malia, 14 for Varys. Mina with a seven. Uh, Cry, did you want to roll or no? I'm not from here. I wouldn't know. Okay. Uh, regardless, none of you know. Uh, it's not a recognizable <laughs> name. It could be anyone. Well, um, we should say hi. Should we just knock? Sure, why not? Go ahead, Mina. <laughs> right. Uh, so Mina's gonna go up to the up to the door. Go up to the door. Yeah, you go up to the door. Uh, you you knock on it. Uh, the door is, has like little windows in it, and uh, you can see inside. And it looks like a scruffy older gentleman with kind of a a beard coming in and scraggly like. Uh, gray and white hair looks up at you and squints and walks up to the door and he speaks through the door and says, 
Right, what is it? What you want? Oh, hello. Um, is there a, uh, a Volkar here? We are... We ain't want no trouble. Okay. We have every right to be here. Squatter's rights, look them up. Okay, no, no, I'm not. I'm not here for any trouble. I'm not trying to evict you or anything like that. I'm just looking for Volkar. My no Volkar, what's in it for us? Uh, well, perhaps the chance to stay here. You threatening us? No, of course not. Are you attempting to threaten him? Yes. <laughs> roll me intimidation. That's how Mina rolls. <laughs> oh, that's rough. 12. Uh, he looks at you, his eyes narrow, and then he looks and he like sees the horns for the first time. And he's, oh, um, <clears throat> right then, lads, we'll let him in. We're letting them in. No trouble, though, right? No trouble? No trouble. Um, okay. And he, like, you hear the click of a lock, and the door swings and creaks open. He's, no trouble. No trouble. Right. Um. We may know who you're talking about. Oh. That's wonderful. Are they here? <clears throat> right. Yeah. Uh. Um. Probably. Haven't seen him come down. Oh, so he's upstairs. Ah. Didn't hear it from us. No, of course not. All right, well, I'm going upstairs. Right, um, okay. <laughs> uh, Guys? Okay. Come on in. <laughs> Molly checks this guy out as she walks in. Cry does the, the same. Give him the up-down. Up, down. Yeah. He doesn't look threatening at all. <laughs> Does he have any tattoos that look like snakes with wings? Or Perception check. Or purple eyeballs. <laughs> he seems to have, like, you see it as he, like, runs his hand through his, his scraggly hair. You notice that there's a an eye tattoo on his forearm. Oh. Okay. The Xanatarian. <laughs> Xanatarian. 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 Are we a Xan? Is he Xanatarian? <laughs> oh my god. Nice tattoo. He looks at. Ah, right. Uh, yeah. When I was younger, I did some work and. Well. I didn't want to do it no more, so now I live here. Been running for a while. And it ain't no worry, ain't no worry. Cry's gonna give him five gold pieces. Oh my god. <laughs> you just hand him five gold? Yeah. <laughs> he like holds out his hand, you put the gold coins in it, and they're like official gold dragons of Waterdeep, and he looks down. And slowly pull, puts his hand over it, and then looks up at almost dead, soulless Cry. And you see like Tears welling up in his eyes. <gasps> was, well, is this a joke? She looks at Malia. Did I say a joke? <laughs> no, no, dear. It is a gift. A gift. But why? Helped. 
he like we give money he, to people who help, right? I did I do something wrong? No, cry. Okay. You did wonderfully. Okay. He like clutches it closer to himself, and you kind of get we get this shot of him like kind of looking over his shoulder at the three other men in the room that are watching this entire thing like really intently. And he's, well, whatever you need, ever at all in Waterdeep, you come looking for me. What's your name? Oh, lost my name a long time ago, but they call me Gigi. Hey, he's not hot, did you say already? I haven't said. DM, is he hot? <sighs> In a like, if Sam Elliott let himself go kind of way. That's I'd still hit that. <laughs> Lot about you. <laughs> that says all you need to know. <laughs> Gigi the squatter. Cry's gonna put her hand out for an official handshake. He like transfers the coins to the other hand and he, and he takes it and like gives like this interestingly intricate bow and like kisses your hand. Malia, roll me a history check. Oh, what? Oh, oh my god. god. 14. It was perfectly executed. If this man hasn't been in a court somewhere, you'd be surprised. GG. Oh, um. Let's adopt him. Bring him <laughs> Every time I bring a new PC in, I want him. I want him. <laughs> GG. Um. I. If you were ever looking for some work, we could use a laborer at our home. He looks at him. This is more than enough. I don't. I need someone who can water my plants when I am not home. Is she? Is this one a joke? No, dear. Kai doesn't it's joke. Just, I'm not just funny. Wa watering plants. That's all. Oh well. Um. What about the lads? I. Uh, we move together so we can stay alive. I'm not sure I can abandon them after all these years. have quite a few plants. Hey! Jane's been picking up a lot of slack. Apparently we gotta... gotta deal with we gotta fire slack. somebody, so... Can you... Can they make a drink? He, <laughs> like, gives us more... <laughs> Well, we drink whatever comes to us, and he looks down at the goal and is like, This might last me a while. I don't know about making no drink, though. Can pour whatever I want. I mean, beer in a glass, I guess, can't be too hard. She looks over at Malia. Malia says, um... Can they push a broom? <laughs> he gives a she gives a chuckle to that. I, I, I think about right about anyone can push broom. Yeah. Well then, you're hired, all four of you. <laughs> Look around the room, and there's like scruffy gentlemen, 
just laying around in kind of like this garbage. One of them's kind of stood up and is like appraising this situation. They all look nervous. And they looked and they keep talking. It's like, what do you mean hired? What is she talking about? And there's like one in the corner. He's got like a, a bottle and he slams it around. What do you mean hired? I didn't ask for no work. I'm dead staying here. And he like, boom, falls backwards into the garbage. and just doesn't get back up. <laughs> God, what have I done? <laughs> well, you hired him, but we haven't told him where they're working now yet, so. <laughs> Mina's still, she's like, oh no. <laughs> um, we will revisit this, sir. We uh, need to see Put some about a, a, a thing. Right, right, uh, yeah, uh, Volka, yeah? Mm-hmm. Right, um... Yeah, uh, head upstairs. Um, Can you tell us anything about him? Well, they seem to be doing work for someone. They keep coming back at all hours of the night, covered in dirt, uh, carrying shovels and, and the like. Uh, honestly, it looks like tools for grave robbing, if you gotta ask me. Do these they, uh, look like dwarves? No, no, no. Uh, both of them human men. Uh, much like what we look like here. A bunch of kind of some ruffians, I suppose. Oh, there's two of them. Aye, aye, yeah. Uh, Erloster, I think is his name. Gone. Uh, both of them. Luskin. Uh, yeah, they, uh, They've been doing something, I think. Now in City of the Dead. Well, thank you, Gigi. Aye, aye. We'll uh, continue this conversation in a little bit. Right, um... He, like, drops his voice and takes a step closer to you. You get, like, the smell of him then? It's not pleasant at all. Is right. If I was to um, find that work, where would I go? Cholsko Manor. Aye. Cholsko Manor. It's an inn now, yeah? Yes. Aye, right. And he like looks at the gold pieces and he goes, Thank you for this. I'll pay you back. Don't you worry. And he, like, puts it in, like, a pocket somewhere. You don't see the hand uh, go anywhere. Um, and then it seems to be empty. Too? What'd you ask? Does he have a boyfriend, too? <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> it's possible. All right, um, up we go. Yeah, so uh, in this converted windmill... Uh, you walk out the door and head backwards towards the the tower itself. Uh, you note that there you can hear the voices of other people inside the building. Um, it seems to be well populated with squatters. This this seems to be a haven of sorts for them right now. But at the back of the uh, of the windmill itself, um, the rooms have these tall fifteen foot high ceilings. 
uh, and the seven, they have like seven foot high doorways. Uh, none of the doors are, are locked and you aren't easily able to move through. Um, but the walls themselves are covered with like painted graffiti and the floors are strewn with like garbage and just junk. Uh, a lot of the windows are just empty without glass and there doesn't seem to be any sources of light within the windmill, but like the sunlight is enough for you right now to, to make your way through. Um, it's definitely one of those shots, like, as you make your way up through, like, up these, the staircase, uh, I know you've probably seen any, any one of CSI versions where they, like, go to, like, a drug den, and they walk up an apartment building, and it's just, like, terrible? This place looks like that. Uh, it's not a very nice joint. So. Does it yeah. smell like dirt? It smells like garbage and uh, refuse, I think is the nicest way to say that. Mm, they could use with a cleaning hand or two here. <laughs> Perhaps they are not good at pushing a broom then. <laughs> mm. Sorry about that. Um, what? Oh, I seem to have uh, picked up a knack for helping people since uh, we all came together. One big happy family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't need more people, though. I'm sorry, Nina. As long as our inn doesn't end up smelling like this place. He seemed like he could be clean. He goes, oh, I'm not too worried about Gigi. It's the others that I am concerned oh. with. Well, we can kill them if they get gross. So. Oh, I do enjoy your thought process there. Oh, cry. Wow. You mustn't say those things out loud. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Inside <laughs> thoughts. You can, like, physically, like, see cry, like, saying it in your brain. All right, well, uh, let us find uh, a Boca. Should we just yell for him? Like, I don't... Yeah, so at the back, as you kind of, like, make your way to the back of the, uh... <coughs> to the converted windmill, uh, you see a, a curved set of stone stairs. They climb about 20 feet to the upper level. Uh, those stairs are covered with, like, bird droppings, broken roof shingles, mud, mold, and some Spider mushrooms. Webs? Some mushrooms seem <gasps> to be growing out. No cry, don't eat those. Don't no. <laughs> those are those are probably poop mushrooms. <laughs> all mushrooms, poop mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> those are probably poop mushrooms. <laughs> mm, any cobwebs? Any spider webs? Yeah, sure. Why not? One or two. Yeah. Yeah, one had a spider on it. Ooh. Chef's yeah. kiss, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> crunch, crunch, and ah, delicious. Mm. All I can imagine is Tebow being like, Army of Darkness. <laughs> Tebow is blessedly silent at this point. <laughs> at this point, so. Mm. So yeah, you head up to the uh, the top floor. Uh, and you find yourself on a landing. 
In the middle is an old, ancient millstone. It's under a jumble of debris, uh, some machinery, and pieces of collapsed roof. Dust and cobwebs cover pretty much everything here. Uh, you see two doors, one to your right and one to your left, and then another one on the opposite end of the millstone, furthest away from you. Everyone take a door. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so uh, you're, you're facing the millstone. Who's going to the right-hand door? I'll go to the right-hand door. Who goes to the left-hand door? I'll go to the left-hand door. <laughs> okay, who goes to the last door? I'll go to the last door. Um, <laughs> hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> Go to all the doors and just really quickly see if they're trapped or anything. Uh, the right-hand door. Uh, the, you check out the door. It seems to be unlocked and untrapped. The left-hand door seems to be unlocked and untrapped. The furthest door uh, seems to have a shiny new lock. Untrapped. But it does seem to be locked. Does the lock have some distinctive dwarven etchings on it? It does seem to have etchings of some kind on it. Hmm. All right, at the count of three. Are we knocking or just going in? <laughs> well, the right and left ones have... They're unlocked. Is Does the door open? Did we just open it up and look inside? Sure, you, I mean, you can do that. Okay. Uh, it, once we find out it's unlocked, Varys is going to slowly open the door and take a look inside and see what's in the room. Yeah, sure. Uh, you look into the room, and it seems to be mostly empty, but you do see a door across the way from it. If you were to walk through this room, there's another door. Okay, he's going to walk over to that door and then raise his fist again, ready to knock. <laughs> As you walk across this floor... It collapses underneath you. Oh, Jesus you. Christ. <laughs> Please roll me a dexterity saving throw. Varys is dead again. Uh, oh, 21. Wonderfully, wonderfully rolled. Yeah, so the floor collapses and you fall 20 feet to the ground below in this, like, really <laughs> alerting uh, crash of rubble, uh, stone, and, and, uh, and wood. Uh, and you take... As much as that. Okay, so you take 1d8. So you take one damage because you roll deftly out of the way of the falling debris above you. That's fine. And now you find yourself in a, a small room directly underneath where the floor, floor collapsed above you and you look up and we get like Varys standing amongst this debris, seemingly mostly unharmed, maybe a bruise or two, kind of like looking up into like the dust as like a light shines down into it. Um, yeah, seemed unsafe, I guess. Are there any doors in this room that I can get out of it? Sorry, just violently sneezing. Um, yes, you yeah, there's a, there's a door. Uh, you can, you can walk out of it if you'd like. Okay. Yeah, I'll go open the door. You open the door and you come face to face with five, uh, squatters in the room. Some of them seem to be brandishing empty bottles as weapons <laughs> looking at you and they're all in like various states of like dishevelment. And like, what's going on? What happened in there? Who are you? 
I I fell. I'm fine. <laughs> right. Got any money? <laughs> Food. It's I I I'll throw uh five gold out at them. Just kind of like, all... out, out into the room, like here. Yeah, they dive onto it and begin fighting over the gold pieces amongst themselves. You then notice that there is a door kind of like on the other side of the the, the mass of, of people now fighting for this money. Uh, do you make a break for it? Yeah, just like scoot around the fight and out the door. <laughs> yep, you leave them squabbling on the floor. Uh, and do you walk back up the stairs? Because you walk outside and the stone staircase is there in front of you. Yeah, make my way back up to the party and... Yep, like, you make your way up. No, he's party! Not he's not in there. <laughs> yeah, party. A uh, dust-covered, slightly disheveled Varus makes his way back up to the landing. Uh, yeah. Be careful on the floors. They're not good. They're bad floors. Oh, no. Um, I guess I'll go through my door? <laughs> the door on the, the left or the, the fancy lock door? The far left door. Yeah, you open that door, and looks like large sections of the roof have caved in above here, leaving holes, and there are, like, s scores of pigeons roosting in moldy rafters. You open the door, and the smell of bird droppings just slams into you. It is littered with broken shingles, bird <sighs> droppings, wrecked furnishings, and other detritus, and it's just, you gotta, like, we get that look of... Remember when the seagulls did the mine thing in Nemo? All of the pigeon heads just turn and look down there. And some of them like kind of flap and flutter, and one or two of them take off through one of some of the holes in the roof. This room is so cool. Guys, look. Guys. <laughs> I don't know what birds these are but there are a lot of them guys they're not listening okay nope. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even pay attention to they're you can so i just mean. do a quick little rummage through just in case i find anything cool careful on the floor go investigate carefully me. uh a 17 investigation yeah sure why not Pigeons like shiny things, right? Uh, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, you find... Uh, the Stone of Galore! <laughs> it's here! It's been here the whole time! Christ, who would have like, thought? I found it, you guys! It's in the pigeons! And they're like... Oh, oh. who would have known? Uh, you find, like, a tiny cylinder that seems to have a small hole in the front and a larger hole up in the top. Cry's gonna blow through it. It makes a nice, like, high pitched sound. She's gonna keep doing it. Uh, it's progressively getting more annoying. Not so After me, you baby. keep playing with, after you keep playing with it, more of the pigeons get unsettled and they start flying out in droves through the open ceiling. Oh, a magical item. The whistle of <laughs> pigeon repellent. <laughs> it's a dispel bird wizard. Also, also known as the annoying ass whistles. <laughs> you see Malia's head just kind of poke. She's like, cry. Shh. Stop it. 
Probably got like bird poop like caked all over her face. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, she had to, like, you went investigating. A 17 investigation is not a cursory look around the room. You dove into that (laughs) to go find something. Did I? Oh, wait. More visual comedy. Did I die? Man, that looks great. That'll look super awesome on the podcast. I can't wait. <laughs> uh, I'm an actor. <laughs> actor. <laughs> Acting. She Scrooge McDuck into the bird poop. <laughs> you thought I was sleeping. Acting. <laughs> All right, there's one door left. I'm going to try our fancy key in it. <laughs> you put the key inside, and it goes... Chunk. Is that the sound of it unlocking? Generally, yes. <laughs> you hear from inside. Hey, uh, what's that? Hello? I didn't mean it's just going to open it. Yeah, yeah you just open <laughs> it up. I open it. Yeah, so you, you open up the room and you find inside a, a wood frame king-size bed with a clean mattress on one wall. Uh... There seems to be uh, another door over there, a window that looks recently repaired, uh, and you see a a wooden armoire. You also see two men, who you presume to be Volcar Kibbins and Erlaster Gone. Um, They seem to be in kind of dirty clothing. Uh, They look like they're better fed than the ones from downstairs. Uh, Maybe they have been working. And uh, they both look at you, and they each have a shovel in their hands, and they're wielding them. But they do look a little timid. Hello. <laughs> what are you doing here? Who? How do you get in here? Oh. City, no, no one will get in here. Not with that lock on there. Eh? I know she said that no one will be able to open that door. Oh, oh, you mean that lock with this key? They, like, look at each other. Yeah, that key that... How did you... How did you get that key? Didn't it have it... And, like, one of the guys, like, puts the... Like, puts the shovel down on one side and, like, reaches into his pocket. Shit. The other guy looks over and... Alasta, did you lose the key? I lost the key. I lost the key. I lost the key. I found the the key. key. Right, so what are you doing here? Oh, well, I was looking to uh, return the key, actually. Why, why would you do that? Why, why, would you, why would you do that? Oh, well, you would want to return something to someone that doesn't belong to you. I? Mm-hmm. Right. Perhaps something Unle- you found... That doesn't belong to you? Unless you were paid to take it and give it to someone else. Hmm. Right. What sort of person would give it to somebody else? And who would that person have been? Someone that um, wants to keep their life. And they like look. They can see the other adventurers arrayed behind you. Volkart, there's more of them. I know. Volcar like puts down the shovel and like leans it against the wall. He's like, "As long as you won't hurt us, tell you what, whatever you want." Ah, that's what I like to hear. 
Right. Um. So, like, uh, we were hired uh, by a little halfling man. Um, dodgy fella. Uh, talks quick. Wears a weird powdered wig. Uh, seems to like playing with it a lot. And he said that we uh, we needed to go find something for him. Uh, small greenish stone looking thing. And uh, he said we go we we would we would find it in the city of the dead. Now we've been working that. You know, like looks at me. You're not gonna report us for this, yeah? No, probably not. <clears throat> right, probably. Uh, we've been doing work for him for a while now. We go into the city of the dead. We break into mausoleums. We take things out. Mm. All all sorts of things. He seems to like all sorts of things. Regardless, pays good. And he like looks down. And he's like, new clothes, good food. Eh, hard to pass up. You know what I mean? This economy. Mm. Uh, right. So name Lawser. Merklav. Uh, at least we got that out of him. Uh, like I said, a small little halfling fella. Uh, powdered wig. Uh, paints his eyes. Uh, I don't know why, but, you know, he wanted all this stuff. We went and got it for him. What what, what did you want to know? We've kind of been doing this for a while now. Mm-hmm. Yes, did you find that green stone you were looking for? Uh, right. So... When we were there, uh, Garloth Mausoleum, yeah? That's where we found the stone. He looks over at Earl and he's like, yeah, that's where I found the stone. All right, Lawson was with us, and uh, he, he killed a rat and was carrying this little stone thing, and the rat just went, just gone, gone like smoke. Hmm. And uh, where do you usually meet Lawson to exchange the items you have procured for him? Ah, Dandy Mops. It's a shop. Wig shop, Trades Ward. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Pretty telling, right? Mm-hmm. Freaky little fella, but hey, like I said, pays good. Mm-hmm. And now watch out, though. He seems to know a fancy finger thing or two, you know? Mm-hmm. Sounds like he does. Yeah. Uh, anyway, any anything else you you need from us about this? Well, yeah. Did I forget anything? Hmm. I don't think so. She's just kind of like posing with her like thumb hooked into her belt, showing the hilt of her rapier. Hmm. All right. Well, thank you for your information probably won't report to you, but here's your key, because we said we'd return it. Right, yeah, yeah, uh, thanks. Um, please don't. I mean, you know, gotta eat. Mm -hmm. But maybe perhaps stop stealing from the dead. It is very disrespectful. I mean, they ain't gonna miss it. They're already dead. And we're alive and need food. Yes, but digging up their graves to steal their things... Like I, I catch said, you doing it. Uh, That's going to be a problem. Yes, ma'am. And they both kind of like hang their heads a little bit and resign sighs. And... Find some more respectable work. You seem capable. Mostly. Ditch digging, maybe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Latrine digging. 
<laughs> oh. Uh, yeah. Okay. So you uh, you have a name, you have a location, and you've returned a key. What would you like to do? Well, head over to the mop shop. <laughs> the mop shop. The mop yeah, shop. mop shop. The shop. Dandy mops. Dandy maps. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I didn't look this up before. I wonder if Dandy mops has an actual location. I'm gonna I'm gonna find it real quick. Hang on. Let's see if it does. Dandy. It does not. All right, cool. So we'll make one up. <laughs> That's one of this. Like, I have like an interactive map for it, and some of them are on here, and it's really cool. And then like, eh, some of them they're just like, yeah, we made this up. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's in there. Uh, yeah, it's in there. It's not It exists. It's fine. Um, yeah. So you are more than welcome to head back up to the trades district here uh, to find Dandy Mops. I love this name. And Losser Murklov, uh, eccentric halfling. He sounds eccentric. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, okay, so we're doing on that. our way towards that direction, uh, friends, should we perhaps stop by Zoblop? So I don't know if you <laughs> noticed, but um, he's talking about painted eyes, wasn't he? I think that he meant he had like eyeshadow on. Oh. I think. Those kind of painted eyes. Oh. Yeah. All right, never mind. I guess we'll find out when we go see him. <laughs> what you doing there, Bravo? <laughs> I'm very addicted to putting this lip balm on. <laughs> it's very good. I just kind of, when I listen, I just, I'm like, I'll like code it for like five minutes. And like, I do it in the car. I'll be driving long distances and I've literally been doing this for like 20 minutes. I'm just like, Guys, you know I've got dumb bitch syndrome. You can't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys want to go to you want to go to Zoblobs? Is that the plan? We could go say hi to Zoblob. Why not? not? We've been I saying hi to everyone today. Kick back a chance to go see Zoblob. <laughs> I do not remember Zoblob's voice, so please forgive me, everyone. It's Someone been go back months. To the mod. It's been months since I've had to do that. Um. Anyways, yeah. So you head to Old Zoblob's shop uh, with the Purple building, purple uh, uh, accoutrement, and purple things everywhere inside. Um, the purple beholder, stuffed beholder, hanging in the window, uh, swinging ominously. Yeah, and uh, let's say like purple uh, incense smoke flowing out currently. Why not? Uh, all purple. Anything new? You, if you walk into the shop, sure. Yeah, why not? Let's do some inve do, do do me a look around. Investigate some stuff for me. Uh, sixteen. I don't see any. Fermina a two. <coughs> for Varys, a cry with a fourteen, and Malia with an eighteen. Are you guys looking for anything in particular, or some cool, bro? Yeah. Something cool. You do the work, DM. I don't want to think of God. anything. Roll on your table, DM. I must know what we find. Yeah, roll that table. We actually have money this time. That's, yeah, that's also true. true. Uh, there's a small purple wooden flute in the form of a fanged serpent. A flute? Um, yeah. Yeah, I said a flute. Uh, there's a small purple sphere 
that has a pair of crumpled purple wings, uh, a monocle of green tinted glass, or excuse me, purple tinted glass, um, a hair comb that seems to be crafted from a purple dragon scale, Ooh. a uh, a purple bell uh, inscribed with the name of something. It's an infernal. Um. <laughs> Teacup to read that. Yeah, and a uh, a set of nesting doll dragons, all of them purple. I love it all. I love all of them. <laughs> Can I? <laughs> Cry's gonna pick up the flute. Okay. She's gonna spit in it. <laughs> Go spit in it. <laughs> Just like. <laughs> <laughs> You spit into the fang serpent's mouth, which is the opposite end of which is the one you should be blowing in, and the spit rolls out of it grossly. This is broken. She puts it back. <laughs> it's definitely blood broken. <laughs> oh my god. Can she go to the bell? Sure. She go ring the bell. It's like an it doesn't ring like a normal handbell does. Like you ring it and the 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 bell ringer inside hits the ends and nothing happens. You keep going and then there's just like the sonorous like and you see like this pinprick of blackness start right in front of your gaze and it starts to open wider and wider and Stop wider <laughs> and then you hear a shout from the oh wait, 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 wait hang on there uh, don't, uh, not that one please oh god bless it I don't need to have that one out there uh please put that one down how much oh what does oh. it do uh you don't I really oh I keep meaning and I keep forgetting uh <laughs> so Zoblob with all of his painted eyes on his face, his bald head, and this kind of like old, shriveled, uh, deep gnome. He's, he's like run out, and he's like holding your hands while you're holding the bell, looking up, and he's, please, no, don't ring it anymore. <laughs> what does it do? Uh, as far as I understand, um, that inscription there uh, is the name of a demon. And if you ring it enough... He shows up. How much? I, I don't think I need to be selling this one. But... <laughs> but everyone has a price. Thousand gold, I'll give it to you. Oh, fuck! <laughs> Can you hold this? Can you hold on to this for me? He'll... He holds it and he's like, Yeah, yeah I, swear, I suppose I can. No. Needs to not be out here anyway. Like, trundles off back behind the show. I'll be right back. Is there anything else you'd like to hold, look at, ring, uh, summon, whatever you'd want to do? Uh, Mina wants to ask Tipo who the heck that summons. <laughs> Do we have a mind link? I can't remember. <laughs> I think so. I think you actually do. Hang on, let me yeah. check real quick. I was like, I was like about to start yelling as Tipo, but I think <laughs> you actually have like a thing. Uh, character sheet. 
familiar. Telepathic bond. Yep. He's like, anyway, he's like, well, I, I, I didn't get to go look at it. You want me to go find out? Yes. <laughs> and you like feel this like slight breeze as he like flutters past you into the back room. Those of you that are, well, actually, roll me perception checks. Everyone that might be paying attention and not looking at items. Molly is busy looking at the comb. Okay. Yeah, I'm Varys. You're looking at items. Figure out how to steal the the stuffed beholder still. Oh sure, sure. So like we get the <laughs> shot of like you guys looking at things, and like of course, because Zoblob has this. It's like a beaded purple curtain in the back, and we like see it like part out of the way as Tipo floats himself through the back end, and it just like kind of moves out of the way, back in the back. Okay. Sure. Uh, so you're looking at the at the comb? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, Zoblob eventually comes comes back out. Uh, and he, he says, You find anything you like? How much for this comb, please? Uh, you know, that's actually from a dragon. It's incredible, really. Um, I suppose I could part with it for uh, maybe ten gold pieces. Dragon scale, you say? So I, if I, I throw it to the ground, it won't shatter. Oh, of course not. No. She just, like, chucks it on the <laughs> ground. The scale, luckily you throw it scale first, hits the ground and bounces a little bit and tumbles off to the side and seemingly no worse for wear. And Zablo kind of gives you a look. I, mean, I told you, didn't I? All right, here's, um, oh, um, I think I have eight gold. Roll me a persuasion. <laughs> he rolls his eyes. Eight gold, returning customer and all. Give me, give me. Oh, you remember us. <laughs> I mean, you're, forget? I mean, really. <laughs> you went and accosted him for hours one day. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. 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 Thank you. Right, right. So you now have a, a hair comb from a purple dragon scale. Does that give you anything besides just a, a comb? <laughs> Listen, we Malia, don't know. Alia needs to look fly with her we accessories, okay? That was the uh, investigation on that uh, floating beholder, stuffed beholder, going there. Yeah, what are you, what are you, what are you trying to do? Like this thing is the size of you, so like it, <laughs> it, it is definitely gonna be a, a an issue to try and, and get right. You like can it's still do it. You can, you can certainly try. I'm not telling you otherwise. I'm just letting you know it can be a problem. I'm imagining us rolling this down the street. See, it's like it's the middle of the day and he's here and the shop's open. So Varys isn't looking to steal it right now. He just kind of wants to case the area a little bit and see how he might later when there are fewer people around and it's a little mm. darker. Mm. Sure, sure. Yeah. So give me roll me casing. So give me a, like an investigation check. All right. Casing check. Casing check. I find Three. nothing. <laughs> you found the perfect way to do this. 
You've nailed it. You've figured it out. It would be so easy. I mean, he's already in the back. He's going to go in the back room at some point. <laughs> you could just walk out the front door. How has no one seen this before? Oh, no. <laughs> I, if that's what's going through his head, then, uh, yeah, he's just kind of looks around like uh Zoblob do you have any more cool stuff in the back room oh god I've got, I've got cool I've got cool things all the time I've got cool things all the time what, 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 are, you, what, what are you looking for he can't really think of anything so he's just, bring out the, the coolest thing that you have back there like strokes his gnome chin you hold on right there. Turns around and he goes through the purple beads. As soon as he's through the beads, Varys is just going to grab the beholder on either side. <laughs> um, Roll me uh, uh, an, athle an athletics check. Can you lift it? Nope. <laughs> Two. No, you cannot. You can't. You're like, mm, it's like scarily heavy. It must be weighted with something. It's absolutely insanely. Like, you're like, Ah, you're like Atlas trying to shrug the world right now and you can't get it off the hook it's hanging from. Damn. You can't lift it high enough to get it off the thing. Alright. He's gonna then like when he realizes like he just can't get it, then he's gonna try to like pretend like he wasn't just trying to rob the place before Zoblob gets back. Sure. Uh, Zoblob eventually comes back out, right, after some time. I like that no one tried to stop Varys. We're either. all like, nah, let's see where this goes. <laughs> yeah. Eventually comes back out. I think this is the coolest thing that I might have. And he holds a purple ring. What's it do? Is it shiny? I mean, it, it it seems to be metal of some kind. You're not sure how it's purple currently. Um, you're not. You don't know of a purple metal, so it's interestingly still purple. Uh, and it seems to have an inscription on it, but you can't see it from here. What's what's cool about it? Ah, uh, well, I've heard tell that it's uh, it's magical. How? Uh, he like kind of scratches his head. I haven't much uh, spent time with it to find to find out. How much is it? He like thinks again. He's like, hmm. Hmm. I'm trying to find out how much this actually is. <laughs> So give me a second. Um, it doesn't want to say. How do you decide how much this is? Fuck it. 300 gold pieces. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you, but I'm not going to buy it right now.
He like sighs and he puts the ring in his pocket. Distract. Anything else today? Nina, <laughs> do you want anything? Rita's just waiting for Tipo to eventually get back to her. You hear, you hear, <laughs> you hear in your because he he would have done this at some point after he left. Uh, again, he's like, oh my god! <laughs> now this is an instrument of cataclysm. It summons Abishai, a black one, I think. Ah, uh, devil assassins. Seems to be linked to one. <laughs> It'll kill whatever you say. You're muted. You're muted. <laughs> <laughs> Is it fine now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you think you could sneak that bell out of there without Zablob knowing? <laughs> Already done. Oh! What? <laughs> Where did you put the bell? Don't worry about it! I've got... pockets! Could you take the ring on your way out? Mm, what ring? There's, there's a very purple ring out here that could be magical. But he's not sure, and he wants to charge us 300 gold for it, which is ridiculous. Maybe. I'll try. Okay. Only if you think it's safe to do so. And don't don't get caught. Okay. Okay. Alright, well, I don't see anything else here that we could uh be of too much use. You didn't like that flute there, Kai? It's broken. Oh. Soblub, you should not sell broken things. Looks at you. I don't know. I just have things. I just have, just have things. Whether they're not, they're broken. It's not my problem. It's really going to shoot down your reputation if you're selling broken things. My reputation. Give me that. He like <laughs> snatches the flu and he blows into it. It's not broken. Oh, Kai, look at that. It's not broken. <laughs> no this one's mine now <laughs> being mean about my things telling me that's broken get out of my shop I don't want you in here anymore go 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 take your things and go how welcoming he was yeah. when we first met him and now he's just had a complete yeah, ass full of this <laughs> Molly is like have a good day sir Oh, I bought know. something. <laughs> yeah, he like looks at you and goes, Oh, of course, of course, you're all welcome back anytime. <laughs> Goodbye. All right, Kai, let's go. <laughs> Great stuff for the podcast. So Great good stuff. I'm Great a stuff. Visual lady, what can I say? <laughs> Great uh, stuff. Great this stuff. is my medium. Ugh. Okay. Uh, what would you like to do? Yeah. Mop shop. To the mop shop. Head to the mop. It's a wig shop. shop. It's not the mop shop. It's, well, it's called Dandy Mops, right? So it is a mop shop, I guess. But So you head to where you've been told Dandy Mops 
exists and where you've heard that possibly Losser Murklov has taken the Stone of Galore. Uh, so you head to the Trades Ward. So uh, you get there. And uh, it seems innocuous enough. It's just kind of a, just a shop. You see inside all of these busts with various size powdered wigs on them of all shapes and sizes and some not like the standard powder wig but others of just like differing colors and and hair types and um but you can see all of those through the window the gate though at the front of the shop seems to be locked there's like an iron gate across the door go Craig shakes it violently. Yeah, knock. Craig's gonna grab it and shake it a little bit. Uh, yeah, there doesn't seem to be uh, any answer, though. This part of town is is very well populated. Um, people take notice of you trying to break into the sh- break in, trying to shake the shop. I live here. <laughs> Can't you tell? You get some curious <laughs> looks. Um, is it closed? Seems odd. Middle of the day. Hmm. Is there a back door? Do they have their hours of business of operation open? <laughs> I'm gonna no, they're conspicuous. So they they're, cons- they're conspicuously <laughs> missing. Huh. Weird. Terrible business. Uh, Malia? Yes, my dear. Perhaps, um, Kiggs could take a look for us. All right. She holds her hand out. Boop, boop. Kiggs. Yeah, what do you, what do you want Kiggs to do? Uh, I toss Kiggs over the gate. Yeah, sure. So you toss Kiggs on to the other side, I guess. I'd, so I'd more imagine this as, like, the gate is actually just on the door. Like, you know when a mall shutters itself and they have, like, metal gates that they pull down? It's just, like, a metal gate that's been closed. So the door is on the other side and it's still closed, so you can't really toss Kegs oh. over <laughs> okay. it. You know? Yes, I would not throw Kegs at a door. <laughs> yeah. At the door. Um, I, I, you know, just, you know, just say. That's hmm. just one of those cats trapped between the door and the screen door. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah, just... <laughs> No, Kicks, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love you, Kicks. Um, hmm. Well, um, perhaps, Kicks, have a look around, see if there's any, any way to get inside or see any windows. Yeah, sure. Um, so you have Kicks walk around. Do you do your thing and yeah, watch Kicks? Yeah, do Kiggs? my thing. Yeah. Um, hold me, Mina. Sure. My eyes go white as I possess my familiar. There's um, there's a door in the back. Uh, it doesn't seem to be gated, but there's still no sign of anyone there. And there's also like a, a cellar double door. It seems to be leading downwards to somewhere. Hmm. I'll check the ground to see if maybe there's any recent disturbances or dust. Roll me some cat perception. Oh, yeah, I can do that. Perception. <gasps> ah, yeah, yeah, he's got it. Yeah, nice. that's what it is. Good. Made the joke. Wow. And I'd wow. also like to smell things. 
Make it an advantage because of the smelling thing. <laughs> Plus three. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Why is it plus what? three? The dex is plus two. Dex is not investigation. Oh, I, I knew. <laughs> or perception or whatever. Filled my uh, a, a 20. Yeah. So in, in your cat's eye, your very keen vision shows you scuffs from where people would have walked out the back door and, and down the stairs very many times. You see the wear patterns there. And you also see a uh, note of footsteps, uh, depressions in the ground, uh, going to the cellar doors, you do note that the cellar doors themselves don't seem to be uh, don't seem to be locked with anything. Hmm. I'll release Kiggs and say there's a cellar door and a back door. The cellar door is unlocked. Go down it. Look. I don't think Kiggs can open a cellar door, so uh, we could head that way, perhaps? Right. Okay. Okay, let's go. Without drawing too much attention to ourselves, hopefully. <laughs> so... Around the back of the store, not gonna break into the cellar or anything. Nothing to see here. So nothing, nothing to see here, huh? So you, yeah, what you like lovely weather we're having. So like the the there's not like an alley directly here, right? Well, uh, yeah, there would be, I guess. So you like you have like an alley that you go down the side of, and you try to be unobtrusive about the whole thing, and you notice that that there's the cellar door there on the ground, and uh, I mean it's still a busy area. Are you? Gonna go down? If we want to be a little more subtle about this, uh, I could go by myself, have a quick look. Or we can throw Kigs in there. Yeah, what about we just like open it enough to let Kigs slide in, close it, and then you do your thing with him or her cat? Um, okay. Yeah, we'll do that. Whatever this whatever this cat is, I guess. <laughs> okay. Uh yeah, so you want to kind of like lift it open just slightly and, and drop and drop kegs inside? Yes. Okay, yeah, sure, absolutely. Um So, uh you <laughs> roll me and and I guess you guys are helping, right? You're helping this be unobtrusive and kind of like blocking the way for people to see inside, right? Of her doing this. <laughs> Um, roll me sleight of hand for opening this thing and dropping the cat in, Malia, with advantage because you're being helped by your friends, providing obstruction for people to see this. Mm, pretty good. It's almost as if I'm good with my hands. Okay. Uh, so that is that is a 25. You drop kick straight in there. And Kiggs is now inside the cellar, and you quickly shut the door behind them. What do I see as I possess Kiggs? So you possess Kiggs, and you kind of, like, lean up against the wall. And you notice this, okay, it stares downwards. Uh, there seems to be torch sconces here, and they're lit currently. So you can see relatively well enough. There doesn't seem to be anyone in here. 
Hmm. But the stairs do go down. Okay. Um, let's go down the stairs. You go down the stairs, and through Kiggs's eyes, you find a locked, iron-bound wooden door with a sign mounted on it, and it reads, Sewer Access. Authorized city officials only. I'll come out of the position, let them know what I saw. Mm-hmm. Oh, wasn't there a very special guild that uh, made most of their time in the sewer? Um, would I know as someone who lives in Waterdeep that this is weird? Uh, sewer access? Not necessarily weird. The the sewers in Waterdeep are, are renowned for being super effective and large and ever-present throughout the entirety of the city, which is a, a modern city wonder, really. Um, it being connected to this house? A little bit odd. Hmm. I told you. Sanitarian. <laughs> I think you're right. Xanatarian, mm -hmm. indeed. Well, we know a few different accesses to the sewer. We don't necessarily have to go through this one, but it probably would be the best bet. Track wherever this man has gone. Hmm. So we have the sewers, or we can try to break in through the back door. Which way would we, should we go? Well, if we're going to try and break in, perhaps we should not do it in the middle of the day. <laughs> hmm, good idea. Fight them back in their home again? What if there's more squid and people? Oh, there probably is, knowing our luck. But um, what else, what other uh, leads do we have? All right, the sewer it is. Again. <laughs> Again. Wow. Yeah, always the worst places, right? Uh, should we come back when it's dark or just now? There are a lot of people around. Mm, true. Well, you are the security expert. <laughs> <laughs> As the security specialist... Oh, whoa, whoa. Whoa. We should come back when it's dark. All right. Oh, perhaps we can get a drink or two at the Yawning Portal. That's not too far away, is it? No, it's right across the way. Hmm. Let's go kill some time and say hello to a few friends. Sure. Um, I assume you blink kegs into the pocket dimension out of the cellar. Yes. And uh, you guys make your way to uh, the Yawning Portal, a familiar place for all of us now. Uh, you make your way inside, uh, and it is it is becoming late afternoon now. And so, as it normally is, it is raucous with uh, people and mostly adventurers enjoying drinks and some camaraderie. Uh, what would you like to do here? 
Barris is going to do like he always does and immediately find Bonnie and just run up and give her a hug, regardless of what she's doing. Uh, <laughs> completely. Yes. Her. She, she comes in and she like quickly moves the tray out of the way that she was holding and like gives you a, a pat on the back as you come. Like, Hello, dear. Hi. Welcome. I assume your friends are here, too. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Go get yourself a seat. I'll get you something. Yep, he runs over to wherever he probably had a, a table of his own there too, and not of his own, but like one that he stationed himself under, and he just goes under there and sits and waits for whatever snacks she'll bring him because she does. <laughs> yeah, sure. People at that table already. <laughs> he doesn't. Uh, like, sure. He just slides there, right under. Yeah, there's no one there. It's fine. Pushes their legs out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, the rest of the party, what would you like to do? You still notice conspicuously that Davil Star Song is missing. I will go <laughs> do miscellaneous mingling. Miscellaneous mingling? Okay. Is there anything that you guys would like to accomplish here, or is this, uh, is this where we're just gonna wait the time until it's night, and you're gonna go sewer diving? Yep. It's good timing for us anyways, because that is about the end of the show anyways. So, uh, well done there. Uh, thank you everyone for tuning in tonight to Diefall Presents Waterdeep Dragon Heist. This was episode 14, I believe. Yep, episode 14. Um, let me look at my schedule real quick. I think we're still on for next week. Uh, yeah. Okay, so next week, next uh, Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we will have another episode of Diefall Dragon Heist. I hope to see you all there. Uh, additionally, Cyprus, our other D&D show, is on Thursdays at 7 p.m. If you haven't already gone over to the the YouTube channel where that episode is, head on over to our YouTube and go like the heck out of that video. Hey, thanks. Um, other than that, let's do some, some shout-outs for the evening. No Dice Mike, where can the people find you at? Hey, what's going on? I'm No Dice Mike. I am a cartoonist and illustrator. You can find my work at nodicemike.com. That will give you all the information on my Patreon, commissions, social media. And I've also, as uh, Joel mentioned at the top of the show, been really active on Instagram, po posting little fruit girls that I don't know what I'm doing with yet, but they're up there now. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, go check all that out. Thanks. Awesome. Thank you very much. Stella, where can the people find you at? Hello, hello. Hi, I am Stella Luna here on Twitch. I am a variety streamer. I do stuff of the artsy-fartsy kind and various kinds of D&D. Did you know that there's Pokemon D&D? There's sci-fi D&D? Yeah, we, we do those kind of things at my channel. Um, and you can find me here on Thursdays as well, at where I play Ashlog, this swamp hag, alongside Runaway Robot here for the Cypress game. Nice, yes. Uh, Dungeon Dame, where can people find you at? Hey guys, you can find me here on Twitch painting uh, Dungeons and Dragons miniatures usually, um, or over on Instagram or Twitter, all at dungeon underscore dame. Sometimes I am even over on Stella's channel playing some sci-fi D&D. Come check it out. Excellent. Thank you. Bravo. Hello, hello. Um, you can find me at Bravo. That's with five R's. So B-R-R-R-R-R-A-V-O. Sorry about that. Um, um, I stream whenever I want and whatever I want. <laughs> so um, I'm only 0.2 hours away from getting an affiliate. So just got to do some bullshit stuff. I've been playing Overwatch lately, so you can come hang out um, as well. I'm over on Nick Kibble's channel every Wednesday at 6.30 PST. 
um, and we run an NPC lab where we create NPCs, help you figure out how to build your PC, as well as create um, monsters, magical items for other DMs to use. So um, if you're a DM, if you're a player, if you like D&D, you guys can come in. Chat's super interactive. A lot of times, 50% of what chat says goes into the character. So, yeah. Good. Thank you. Hi, I'm Runaway Robot. This is my channel, so you probably know that by now. Follow all of these lovely people, please. Uh, I do variety streaming on the channel as well as more Dungeons & Dragons content. Uh, I'll be streaming Monday and Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're currently playing through Fire Emblem Three Houses, and I'm loving every moment of it, and all of the waifus shall be mine. Uh, again, if you want more D&D content, find it on the YouTube channel, or we are found in podcast form over on Spotify, Apple iTunes Podcasts, and SoundCloud. So if you want to get caught up on uh, on Cypress there, you can. And uh, I think I think that's about it for us today. So thanks for tuning in, everyone. And uh, until next time. Later. <laughs>